Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Yeah, it is technically just the Spanish Navy because they're still basically called the Naval Armada of Spain. So technically, now, today, they're still active, so... Yeah, it's just the, it's just the fact of they're no longer an armada of wooden ships with a shit ton of cannons. Now they're an armada of battleships and shit, same as yeah. us. Yeah, so even now you can get attacked off the Spanish Armada. And that's just Someone's interested. Hi, Jay. Hi, Stefan. Did you hear my first one? I was talking about uh, the, no such thing as a fish podcast. Mm, no. You know how I did the little no such thing as a fish podcast <laughs> and he found a QI podcast that's called no such thing as a fish. Yeah. Well, because I've been at work by myself and I've been getting bored of having music in my ear and I've got no one to talk to, I've been doing podcasts. So I was listening to the no such thing as a fish, the, the QI one. Um, and they were doing like a World Cup. You start yeah. fucking recording your dickhead. I'm not even looking at my screen, so I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> they, they started doing, they started doing like a World Cup. So they were doing like half time, and it was like one half of the show, like 15 minutes, was just facts about one country that was playing football. So, for example, say like Honduras, and the other half was like facts about another country that would be playing against, so like France or something. And then they'd vote for whoever they thought was the most interesting country or had the most interesting facts. And they'd done one where it was America versus Russia. And he went to, the the host was like, to one of the guys that, that does it with him, was like, uh, oh, we're going to put a little battle here because your wife's Russian. He was like, yeah, she is. And he, he was like, and my guest this week, and it was an American, right? And he was like, yeah, it's from the greatest country on earth and all that. And I had a bit of a laugh at him. And then they went, um, he went, why don't you kick off with America? And the American guy went, did you know that uh, America is, uh, and then the other guy just cut in and went, lost the Cold War, just out of nowhere. I was like, that's Kyle. <laughs> it just didn't even give him a chance. Just nope, lost the global fuck off. <laughs> Which they did. It is yet another war that they didn't have help from Big Brother England. <laughs> e. Let's not go on that. I, I, I do have a fact though. You oh know, God, bring it. You know the. You know we're talking about the anti-piracy. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a handbag advert. Yeah, those absolutely ridiculous adverts which I sorely miss because I absolutely adored them. <laughs> yeah, well, you know the music that gets played? It was pirated itself, wasn't it? Yeah, the music itself was stolen. <laughs> yeah, so, so the anti-pirating so advert had pirated music. Not as hypocrisy now. It is, I'll just find my little sheet. And that's capitalism, ladies and gentlemen. It was brilliant. I'm sprinting about the house looking for random shit that I've put down in random places. <coughs> um, so it started in 2006. Well, st- well, first of all, most countries have a music royalty company. So you pay them when you write a bit of music at one TV, radio, movies, collects royalties yeah. for you. And you like, um, Jail know about that. And in Holland, the Dutch brand is called Buma Stemra. Right, I'm gonna butcher a lot of names here. I can feel it already. So in 2006, are you learning like German and Dutch? No, not Dutch. Well, Dutch is a bit different. Well, Dutch is like it's 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 basically the same. And also, it doesn't mean I'm fluent. I'm gonna pronounce everything brilliantly, does it? <laughs> um, yeah. So 
they approached a Dutch musician called Melchior Rietveld to write some music for an anti-piracy ad. And they agreed on the strict proviso that it would only and exclusively be shown at a local film festival, which is what he was writing for. Right? Yeah. So that was in 2006. Then in 2007, he sat down, bought a Harry Potter DVD, recognised the music at the beginning of it. <laughs> so he went back to Boomer Stemra uh, to claim his money back, basically, like, what's going on? This is my music and all that, and basically got brickwalled. And then there was years of delayed tactics and small little insufficient payments, and then they weren't even being paid in full, and he was just getting dicked about. And then he thought he had a breakthrough in 2011, when a director of Boomer Stenra, Mr. Joachim Geretz, spoke personally with him and said he could speed up the process and everything would go smoothly if he would sell the piece to him at a price of $1 million, but jo- Joachim Geretz would keep a third of the money for all the trouble and hard work he would go to. So basically, got bribed. He basically he's, he wrote an anti piracy ad music that got pirated and then he got bribed. So it sounds about fucking right, to be honest. So this is a brilliant lawful company. So, but anyway, uh, unluckily for the the director there, uh, Mr. Gerritz, um, he had recorded the whole conversation and he got him fired. And then he took it to court in 2012, and they were ordered to repay him in full with compensation. How does it say how much that was? Because I can imagine that's I, a few billion. I have looked everywhere. I cannot find what it was. I cannot find the guy's net worth. So I'm guessing it was a kind of a, that's a lot of money I'm going to keep in a secret situation. Quite possibly, because <laughs> he has just, he's probably gained, I wouldn't be surprised if they had to sell that company just to pay him off, considering they were using it every single time. Yeah, if you work out how many, I mean, it's not just in Holland, it's used in every country from Holland. It's definitely used all over the UK. Yeah, I mean, not so much anymore, probably because of this situation, to be honest, but it was used for every yeah. film up until, like, 2010 or some shit, probably. Judging so, from, like, yeah. the times from the courts and shit. Your beloved anti- anti-piracy <coughs> campaign doesn't oh, advert that you love so much and want to bring back isn't back because the pirate to make it. But that's the reason it should come back. He should just bring it back and play it just so he can go, right, fuck you, now you pay me royalties every time you use it as well, bitch. I took your entire company, now pays royalties every time you use it like you should have in the first place. Yeah, he probably doesn't <laughs> want to bring it back, though. He's probably like, meh. You probably, to be honest, I'm guessing, like you said, the payout for that would be quite substantial. He probably doesn't give a fuck <laughs> anymore. Yeah, he probably has his own little private island. <laughs> Yeah. In other news, Kyle's gonna die. Yeah, and in other news, I managed to catch the coronavirus. However, the only thing that I've got from it is a cough, which I get normally in winter anyway, because I'm always ill at Christmas anyway. So, of everything that I've got, I've got a cough, and that's it. So I'm just, I, I'm just quarantined in my own room. And me and Jay before this recording, we're discussing how to make hazmat suits and stuff like that, so I could actually leave my room. Because it's starting to annoy us. You could just buy it. Right, first of all, it's been two days. It's not even been that. It's been no, a day and a half. The, the, <laughs> no, right? I enjoy being in my room. I enjoy being isolated. I enjoy the solidarity. The thing that annoys me is the fact that I can't go downstairs and make food and stuff, so I'm having to ask other people to do it, and I hate having to ask other people to do anything. Kyle? Yes? 
you enjoy the solitary, not the solidarity. This isn't a fucking communist march. Stop going into character. The, the thing is, right, we were talking about... <laughs> <clears throat> right, we were talking about ways of how he could, like, es- explore his house. Because he was talking about to his ma about how he's going to make a rabbit hutch kind of thing for his bedroom. Jay, the only person in Northumberland that says ma and not ma'am. Right. Actually, so, ma was a uh, common dialect until, like, the... <coughs> basically, the America, basically the Americans stole it, so we stopped using it. No, so we bas- used to say Martin Dark as it evolved it's from, I believe, uh, Germanic and from partly from Irish. That's what so, we say. Yeah, sorry. And I'm I'm more Germanic from, than you, thanks to my family quest. Sorry, Jay. I'll let you continue. Right. So, Stephen- how did I? I'm not going to let him continue. How did I get a fucking sheaf of wheat? What's that? Everybody's got swords and shit, now I'm attacking people with bits of wheat. I'm assuming you... Give me a sandwich, boy. <laughs> I'm assuming you were a farmer clan or something like that. Fuck's sake. Right, Stefan, check your Facebook messages. Oh. I will, but I may, um... Get off me monitor, cat. <laughs> Leave the kitty alone. I keep on getting oh, notifications what? of Dudders liked taking off air and stuff. You've already got yeah. cats, don't you? Oh, you. Me, yeah. Just, does, does Kyle need to buy like a, buy a human hamster ball? No. Can we have one though, and then we we'll can go see him because he's stuck outside. Oh yeah, let's go. That's, let's go see him. That's fun. I do want a human. Ha- I do want a human hamster ball, but I don't think it would fit in my room. But if I was to use it outside, that would be fine. I'm happy with that. You know, you know, well, you know, guessing you, it's, it's guessing you know what you should really do. You know what you should really, really do. What should, should I really, really do? You should get like a shit ton of plastic and build. You know, like how like you had that massive hamster cage. Yes. You should build like tunnels and that for you to go around the house in. Jay's legit just trying to turn you into a hamster. To be fair, I would love to just have tunnels that I can just escape through, like I was on about building a hatch in my floor just so I could get downstairs and actually make my own food. Fucking hell, man. I would love it. It's great. You've got COVID, you just have to stay in your room for a week, you're not stuck in a concentration camp. No, I have to stay in my room for two weeks. Honestly, I'm I'm perfectly happy and fine doing it, it's just the relying on other people, because I hate relying on people to do stuff for us, I prefer to do everything myself. Because people are unreliable and you can't have them execute when they make a mistake. That's that's a real issue, yeah, isn't it? (laughs) If you you had the power to execute people that displeased you, you wouldn't be asked about relying on other people. Shut up. (laughs) I still think you should become a human hamster. Uh, Stefan, just some history about your family. No. Appar- apparently, Thanks. apparently, it was the Lord of Edge, and it was a, oh, edgy it kid. was a Saxon thane. Uh, it appears that do by doom who was the Lord of the Edge by Doomsday that Dodd was the Saxon Lord of sixteen man- man- manors from which all uh, he was ejected from. So you were ejected from all of your manners. Your family got hold kicked on, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you, I was like, why have I got a fucking sheaf of wheat? And you were like, oh, you're probably just a fucking peasant farmer. And really, I was the fucking gaffer. Until I, there was, I got overthrown a little bit, but we got so well. Uh, about the time of... About the time of Henry II, Hoover, son of Cadguin Dot... Married the daughter and heiress of the Lord of Edge. 
The Lord of the Edge of what? It's just the Lord of Edge. I'm assuming Edge was a place at some point. Uh, yeah, uh, Cheshire at Edge, a civil parish. So, Cheshire. Uh, Cheshire, you're I am, you're I am the least Welsh. Cheshire person ever. You're Welsh. You, you've got Cheshire. you've got Welsh and the Irish Irish uh, heritage, but there's no German. It's literally just Welsh and Ireland. So we need so for Christmas we need to buy Stefan a sheep, and I'm buying a Welsh flag. I'm buying a potatoes and a sheep. Buying a fucking Welsh flag. Well, at least it's got a dragon on it. It's kind of cool. It's better than a fucking cross. <laughs> Leave my Ooh. Saint Andrews alone, <laughs> Stefan. Uh, during the late Middle Ages, was Sir Anthony Dodd of Edge, commander of the English archers at the Battle of Agincourt. Agincourt. You do that all the time. It's the third time you reference Agincourt on this, and you always say Agincourt because you forget French. It's Agincourt now. <laughs> it's fucking Agincourt. It's Agincourt. It's French. <laughs> it, doesn't have an e on the, it doesn't have an E on the end, so it doesn't look French. Point out. Oh, God, Kyle. The French, I did find out that the French are monumental. I do. Kyle, I think we're going to like the French a little bit. Bear with us. <laughs> oh, okay. It's it's a loose term. I don't think we're going to like them. I think we'll just tolerate them a little bit more. Um, carry on. I've lost another bit of documentation. I promise I'm professional. And I've just now fell over a cat. I've got my neighbour's cat. Why have you got your neighbour's cat? I'm trying to get Ashley into the idea of having a cat. Oh, uh, Steph. She's already got three pets. Stefan, your motto apparently uh, translates to careful amid plenty. That is everything the opposite of me. I know. <laughs> I'm not careful and I have nothing. I can't find it, but basically, um, I'll I'll fact check myself next week because I do have it bloody somewhere. <coughs> but basically, the French, um, the the the, ori- the the original the first modern Olympics, um, there were the Greeks had lost in the shot put, and they weren't happy about it. So then they need to win the marathon. It's right here in front of us the whole time. If if anybody imagines what Stefan's room looks like, just think of that conspiracy theory meme where it's just him with a, looking crazy <laughs> with a wall of stuff tangled all over the place. Well, Are you I'm, talking I'm about allowed... um, Charlie from um, Always Sunny? Yes. <laughs> I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed a whiteboard. I've tried. That's so I just have bits of paper lying around. Ah, um, is, is it specifically whiteboard? Because you could have a cork wall. No, I'm not allowed any form of board that hangs up that I can write random shit on, basically. Not even cardboard. <laughs> probably not allowed card. Probably not allowed the paper I've got now, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> just snuck it in. Uh, the first modern Olympics. Um, the Tour de France. <laughs> right. I'll the... Right. Sorry. I'll I'll start. I'll start. The first modern. Yeah. Right. So. I'm getting mixed up because my notes are a bit scribbly. I'm, so the first, the I'm, first. I'm about to say the Tour de France isn't part of the Olympics, as far as I'm aware. No, it's not. Right. So the the first modern Olympics. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, the Greeks, uh, their two main things were the shot put and the um, marathon from the Battle of Marathon. Um, 
So they wanted to win that. So the first, at first, they lost the shot put basically because there was an American guy who had never thrown a shot put before. Um, he'd never held a shot put, but he trained to do the shot put to go to the Olympics um, in America. Um, and the the mock shot put thing that they made him was way heavier than the one they were actually using. So when he turned up, it was light as fucked him. And he just he, he completely cocked it up, I think, a couple of times. And then he absolutely just blitzed everybody with his third throw. So the Greeks weren't happy about that anyway. So going at the marathon, they wanted to win. And I, I believe they had like more than double the amount of athletes for anyone. They had something like 13 out of 18 people were Greek. So they were like, yeah, we're going to win this. And then a French guy fucked off at the front. Right? He was absolutely dusting everybody. But then he called into a pub. Right? Where he sat and had two glasses. I believe it was brandy. Where he had two glasses of brandy with his um, father-in-law. Um... And then went back out, uh, and basically near the end, he passed out of exhaustion. So he got pissed, then he got cocky. Awesome. He was like, I've got this in the bag, and then passed out with exhaustion. Um, and the, in another instance, um, the Tour de France, right, which is the other one I was going on to, um, the original Tour de France, obviously it was all French people doing it, um, and when it, when it went past, they would literally, they would be in the middle of the cycle race, and they'd all pull up when they've got near a pub or going through a village and there was a pub. They'd all get off the bikes, sprint in, basically absolutely pilfer everything they could, completely wipe out the pub, then run out, get back to the bikes and carry on. That sounds like um, my type of um, tour de France. To yeah. the point where when, when pub owners um, knew that uh, the tour de France was coming through, they'd literally lock up like shutters and everything to stop them getting in <laughs> because they'd just get pillaged by half-cut cyclists. That's fantastic. I love it. So it's French and it's cyclist, so I don't like it, but the, the made business is closed because there was all thirsty for alcohol, so I love it. Oh, that's... Um, why can't we do something like that? And my final fact about France being pissheads <laughs> is... Apart from that, the fact that they feed wine to two-year-olds, yeah, sure. Well, yeah, apart from the fact that they feed, feed wine to two-year-olds, we can kind of see why. Um, <laughs> is that in the 1948... Olympics, right? The French Olympic team sent cases of wine one month in advance so that it had time to settle before they got there. What? <laughs> the French Olympic team for the 1948 Olympics sent, I think it was 12 cases or something no, of I, wine I, I, I know, a month just... in advance <laughs> so that it had time to settle before they got there. That's... So the French Olympic wine arrived a month before the French Olympic team. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most French thing I've ever heard. Oh, we must we, we must send our wine a month early. Why? So it settles. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't want your wine whistle, though. It's freaking wine. Just dr just get some steak and eat it, and then drink the wine with it. There you go, done. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we might let the French a bit better now. <laughs> a little bit. That's exactly what I was singing. Oh, my nose. Uh, Jay, if you want, that can be the topic. I've got loads of other stuff that we could use as well, but yeah, that's fine by me. Well, we can have multiple topics today since, like, yeah, last week we spent ages figuring out a fucking name for ourselves. What you mean, two hours? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's only two hours. Don't exaggerate. <laughs> oh, 
That was quick for us. Considering we actually managed to come up with names, we were just going to leave it and not have a name at one point. Well, I wasn't satisfied with that, and I wanted it to be something about honey badgers. Oh, God. It's to well, you. Speaking of animals. Oh, God. I do know that, or I did find out, that it, it, it takes five people to get semen from a vulture. What? <laughs> I thought you'd like that one. Why okay. would you want to do that? And please explain the premise of why you would ever want to. I mean, me personally, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm assuming mating and conservation. It's usually the way, isn't it? You can't just go wank off vultures in the wild without the RSPCA getting involved, I'm guessing. But like, how does it take five people? Apparently, two for the feet, two for the wings, one to rub its back and then it gets aroused, and then one's got to grab its cloaca and then someone to catch it. Oh, that is off the top of my head from what I read before as well. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> I've actually broke this. I've never known anyone decide for what we're gonna do for science. This is the thing. There's so much <laughs> stupid fucking science in the world. Like you can go and find a cure for cancer, or find how find a way to breathe and make a new rebreather for space, so it's not this giant mass of spacesuit, or make a new rebreather for the ocean, or make these wonderful inventions, or anything like that. No, we're going to send five people to try and get spunk from a bird that devours dead things. Do you know what I like as well? <laughs> right. like, can you imagine being part of that scientific party? So, like, they come in for your government funding for that, uh, for that, for that, uh, Next for the next annual quarter, they're like, use. Oh, yeah, I've been working on like the Hadron Collider or something like that. Use, oh, yeah, uh, theoretical physics and dark matter. Use a lot. That just been wanking off of vultures, really. We've worked out that it needs five more. Right. So you're going to have to pay for all the wages again. Uh, we've just been called out. We have <laughs> been called out. Right, go on. I was told Ashley that it takes five people to um, milk a vulture for sperm, and she says, milk. So basically, you didn't go go cotton last week. You literally went to. Milk uh, vulture for sperm. Then she starts saying, oh. "You, Stefan, no. Kyle, Jordan, Phil. That's five people. So yeah, we we were wanking off a vulture. No, no, we didn't know this last week. That's next time we we'll say we'll go go cotton. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, we need there. we need to inform the um, the vulture now. I need to go for a COVID test. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah. It does. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, how dare you be so reckless? The air, the air, the RSPCA? Yeah. Lovely hot. Well, is, is that what the RSPCA for birds is? The RSPCA? Yeah. <laughs> fucking could be. <laughs> here, here, gun, he has something that lines up with you that, that wait, the animal thing that uh, Jay found, which is that killer whales apparently ripped open six great white sharks and devoured their livers, hearts, and testicles. Yeah, they're like the soft tissues. <laughs> That's why they go after seals because they're all fatty and soft. Yeah, the whales had ripped the majority of the shark's skin from just below the throat, allowing them access to the liver. It was done in a precise and refined way. So killer whales are precise and refined when they kill people. Now I'm just imagining a fucking killer whale sat under the ocean at a table with a glass of fucking gin or like a glass of sherry, just going, mm, "Yes, the shark's liver is very delighted." I do have but one question, but, but that's not uh, like the whole. I that's not the whole reason why it's a topic. It's the comment. It's the comment section. Why we've decided to choose it as a topic? 
Yeah, because topics are always fantastic whenever anybody does it. And one of the topics was... Jay, would you like to read it? I need to pull it up on my um, screen. (laughs) You just sent it to me. How dare you? (laughs) Basically, the comment section of this, right, it's someone with the names blanked out. Actually, animals kill and eat each other because we kill and eat them if we stop, nil stop. Someone called James um, replies, and wait, what? And they reply to James, it's a vicious cycle of madness that started when men killed and ate the first animal 3,000 years ago. Because he did not, this behavior spread throughout the animal kingdom and encompassed the world in evil of darkness and death. So this random person apparently believes that animals were vegan before we came around, and just because we started eating things, they decided, hmm, that's a good idea, let's also eat why things. Can't, why can't he just go eat his grass and leave us alone? So according to vegans, that um, it's our fault animals have a killer instinct. It's our fault that animals are animals. Yeah. Maybe, it, maybe it's vegans' fault that we have a killer instinct because they spout shit like this. You know, like, the, the great dinosaur Tyrannosaurus Rex was a fucking vegan, apparently. <coughs> oh, yeah, totally, yeah. Before humans that never met him started killing other animals for food. No, they were totally him. walking around eating berries or fucking trees. I will say, I can... So, for anybody listening, if you're one of those vegans where, where you don't push your beliefs and you don't do stupid shit like that, I don't mind you. You, you. you can do what you want. You can not eat meat, all that sort of stuff. You can believe what you want. I don't care. I'm happy for you to do that because it's your own belief system. But the moment you start spouting stupid shit like this or trying to push it onto other people is the moment that you become a fucktard to me. That's the nicest thing I've ever said. Nice. No, like the only it's nice be- thing I've ever said about vegans. It's, be- it's because I have met... A, a vegan and a vegetarian who I do get along with, and they are ni- they are nice, oh, and they don't force it on other people or anything like that. They get the f- they get the uh, the food delivered to them when they're at work and all that sort of stuff, but they don't try and force other people to eat it or anything like that. Yeah, but there are the odd few which are just completed utter fucking. Oh, they're, they're odd, all right. Basically, uh, right. It's it's like having a penis. It's okay to have a dietary. Just don't shove it in my face. Well, you like penis in your face? That doesn't work. Why is well, I'm attacked on both ends? Ashley said I, you, I you... like that. You said I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be to be That's fair, true. to be fair, you did say the COVID test wasn't too bad. Meanwhile, when I went there, you have to be, you have to scrape your tonsil, tonsils with a fucking ear bud thing that make that makes us gag however you're saying it's fine it's literally if you if you can deep throat you can handle it yeah it's true no if you can deep throat you can handle a fucking covid test so there you go ladies and gentlemen fact for if anybody bothers making us a wiki or anything at some point jay can deep throat a COVID in all fairness right that could have been they could have found that out with the, with the um, never have i ever um, episode yeah true yeah, well, that means they have to listen to our shit, and they probably don't want to because of episodes like this. If you ever want to find about wanking off, but just deep If you want to find out stuff about us, go and look, go back and find the Never Have I Ever episode. It is actually quite good. Be prepared, though. You might not want to listen to it after that <laughs> because it's a lot of yeah. I've... And some of some of you might just sort of think, hmm, they're like me. <laughs> 
<laughs> Unlikely. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> right, can you guys hear my jet engine in the background? Yes, yes every three seconds. <laughs> right, okay, I'm moving it down to the floor. There you go. He's giving his laptop a timeout. <coughs> yeah, my laptop's in the corner. Also, I apologise for the coughing. It is a side effect of having a deadly illness. It's alright. It's uh, when it turns into a coffin, you'll have to apologise for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rising from the dead bitches. This is Russian. Yeah, Kyle's Russian. He's got the fucking um, faxy man. He's not rising from the dead. He doesn't even want to get out of bed when he's alive. <laughs> just, just because my heart rate's like half of a normal person, so I'm lazy. Yeah, the key there was normal person. Well, yeah. yeah. What is this week's fact? The fact? The, the, um, topic. topic. Are you looking for the word topic there? Oh, it's one of the words that we use sometimes. Well, I'm gonna. I've got one here that you are gonna love, Stefan. Actually, is I've, it about I've got what animal is it about wanking off? No, I've got two that <laughs> that you're gonna love, right? Go on then. One of them. It's about Germany then. No, well, one of them sort of, but. Well, there we go. This one. <laughs> it's about the war. Is about Escobar. <laughs> oh yes. Pablo, right? And this or is Pablo. the fact. That, pa- that Pablo, in a 1991 agreement with the Colombian government, yeah. uh, would surrender to authorities and serve a maximum term of five full years. Wow, being a massive drug lord really didn't pay. Yeah, him. but he built he built his own prison with yep. a casino and a spa and everything. That, that's what this is. It's literally and th- this yeah. the terms were that he he could the Colombian government couldn't extradite him to the United States. And that he built his own prison. It's called the La Cathedral, which is basically the cathedral, I think. Yeah. And it's got, and also Escobar was cinema rooms and all sorts. Escobar was given the right to choose who would guard him, and it was believed he chose guards loyal only to him. So basically, he wasn't in prison. He was just on a five-year vacation in a massive mansion. Although he wasn't in a five year vacation because that was in his own on his own grounds, it was in his own back garden. Yeah. So he was just what you're doing now, but for five years, he was just say, okay, I'll quarantine for five years, as long as you just let us do my own shit. I promise not to go outside and kill people. Meanwhile, still telling other people to go outside and kill people for him. Yeah, it was. Which, so it didn't change. Nothing anything. you can do now, Kyle. Get other people to kill other people for you. It was believed to have been designed more to keep out Escobar's enemies and protect him from assassination attempts than to keep Escobar in. And it's fucking yeah. fantastic because it had a football pitch, a giant dollhouse, a bar, a jacuzzi, a waterfall, a telescope that allowed him to look onto the city of Medellin to his daughter's residence while talking on the phone with her, which I find just a little bit creepy and disturbed. Do you know the best thing about that? A yeah, dollhouse. And apparently with the Colombian National Army surround, surrounding the facility, just as added but added like uh, security, it said that Escobar simply walked out the back gate. Yes. Do you want to know the best thing about that? The phone line? Yeah. He was told exclusively that he couldn't have a phone line. He couldn't have a phone. He couldn't have contact with the outside world. And that his guards weren't allowed to have phones on them if they went into the grounds, if they went inside the out, in to the out inside compound fence. So the the Colombian officials consistently monitored 
um, electromagnetic signals to see if he was using computers or phones in there, and he wasn't the whole five years because he'd secretly had this line installed which ran from a cable under the ground. It was like a landline, so they couldn't detect it. He just ordered things through that. It's just so they were like, you can't have a phone and we'll be watching. He was like, you're going to watch? And they were like, yeah, we're going to monitor your electromagnetic uh, footprint and that will know if you're on your phone. And he was like, all right, okay. And then on the slide went the builders, might as well put a landline in then. We'll not realise that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so basically just more proof that Escobar did whatever the fuck he felt like, whenever he felt like. Do you know, you know, you know that, um, do you know the, uh, do you know how the Colombian officials found him in the first place? Because he's, uh, his house and everything, his mansion was in the middle of nowhere, no one could get near it because of the guards and stuff, and they were turning people away at the bottom of a quote-unquote private road. So do you know how they actually found out it was him? Oh. Like, where where he was and shit? Because of his hippos? <laughs> The hippos started decimating local wildlife and became a massive problem. And they were like, we should look into that. And then they were like, hold on, who's got hippos? And they realised Pablo did. And they were like, uh, I think he's in there. Yeah, Pablo, the only person in the fucking country <laughs> to have a waterborne animal. Well, the, the only hippos in Colombia, when you. It's like, I mean, imagine if in London all of a sudden they were like, well, hold on, we've got a lion problem. Where the fuck are these coming from? And then it was like, oh, isn't that a massive drug dealer down there supposed to have lions that we can't find? Oh, yeah, well, he must be there then. Yeah. It's like he imported an animal that isn't in the country and then it became a problem so they knew exactly what the fuck he was doing or where he was. <laughs> yep, it's just fucking fantastic. It's your it's Which the type of thing that we would do if we had a prison. But I've also hundred percent how I would get called. I found the type of thing that you would do if you were female and loyalty. Quick out the back, we've seen your hippos again. <laughs> Sibylla, Queen of Jerusalem, agreed to to uh, annul her marriage to Guy de Lusignan to appease the High Court on the condition that she have free reign to choose her next husband after her coronation. Uh. Immediately upon being crowned queen, she announced that she chose Guy as her husband. So she basically says, right, okay, I'll leave this guy if you let me choose my husband as soon as I'm queen. As soon as she was queen, she just went, right, I'm having him back. <laughs> and the High Court couldn't do shit because they had agreed to the terms. I do you know what I did read that um, there's uh, hold on let's think here uh, right I can't remember so you may have to research but there's certain countries there's a lot of countries all around the world where until recently like a woman couldn't file for divorce against a man yeah yeah like only men could choose to divorce women um but one of them um and you might have to look it up one of the grounds that he could uh, divorce someone was leprosy. But I mean, uh, I, th I feel like that's reasonable. Uh, you really yeah. want to, like... It's also, it's also a little bit unnecessary, because by the time you've went through a divorce, the leprosy's probably killed him. And one of the other ones, one of the most interesting ones, a Jay would like this, if Jay was a female in this country, and I can't remember what country it is... It was India, uh, the leprosy for divorces in India. Grounds, right, right, this one's even better, Jay. You could divorce, right, if your husband couldn't provide <laughs> Look it up. I can't remember what country it is. I'm sure it's like, I'm sure that's more recent as well. I'm sure it's like, is it like Saudi Arabia or somewhere like that? It's some, I'm sure it's a Middle Eastern country. I could be mistaken, but. <laughs> it's it's um, Arabia. Yep. Ashley! I it was. Yeah, I'm. I'm... <laughs> 
I'm just busy trying to find if <laughs> fuck's sake he's gonna shout now. I'm just here. I'm looking at yeah. Wikipedia at the divorce law by country and it's just showing us all the country names and I'm to click on them individually and have a look. I need your opinion. Yeah. Sit, 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 sit. He's gonna ask right. if he provides her enough coffee to case you're divorced. In so. Arabia, yeah. <laughs> women could um, file for divorce for a lack of coffee good. provided by the husband. Good. That's exactly how it should be. I just heard good. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be divorced by now. Never you don't provide me with enough coffee? No, it doesn't say make. It doesn't say make coffee. It just says provide coffee. Yeah, so yeah. he's buying you enough coffee. There just has to be coffee bags in the house. Well, can we? Def- at, least we at least we can't defo- for coffee for bags. Jordan. Jordan well, you know, there's either bags of coffee or there are literally coffee bags now advertised on TV. Yeah, I know. Weird to me how Jay likes a good coffee What's bag. What's wrong with coffee yeah. bags? Probably yeah. because he likes getting teabagged. Apparently in China... Oh shit, he's there. <laughs> apparently in China you can divorce people if you've been separated for more than two years. Which that's um, kind of, that's standard in most countries. No, so it's not really specific for China. It's a lot like um, COVID-19. It's not precisely just for China anymore. No, I know, but <laughs> the thing that I find funny about it is while reading that my brain just immediately went, what if somebody's just working away from home for two years, like in the army or something, can the woman just go, right, okay, I'm divorcing you, bye, because you've been away at war for two no, years. No, it has to be separated, like, if you broke up, separated. Ooh. Can I talk about China? If you can try. It, 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 in a roundabout kind of way, it's not really about China, but, you know. Yeah. Um. There, uh, uh, there was a marathon across a desert. I can't remember what it was. Um, and I think it was an Algerian man got lost. Oh no, it wasn't. It was a man got lost. He yeah. might have been British or something. I don't know. Anyway, there was a there was a marathon. A man got lost. Uh, he was lost for days. Right, didn't couldn't find anyone else. Um. The the marathon people when they found him, it was like something like days later. And he was something like 43 kilometers off course. And he was in, Ni- in Algeria, which was totally the wrong country what the marathon was in. He'd went into a different country. Um, yeah. When they found him, he'd survived by drinking his own urine and um, eating bats that he found in an abandoned mosque. Um, Is this the story of COVID for beginnings? Could be. I'm not sure. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Because <laughs> that's where I'm. That's where I'm going with this. Uh, he survived by drinking his own urine and eating, eating bats from an abandoned mosque, um, and he was severely um, dehydrated to the point that when they found him, and how fucking horrible and unfortunate is this? When they found him, right, he tried to take his own life by slitting his wrists. Right. Right. And he was too dehydrated, and the blood just clotted. Oh. How depressing! Have you ever heard of the um, of the the Daifal Pass incident in Russia? Oh, give us one second, though, Jay, because the point I was making was uh, the World Health Organization at the time said they wouldn't recommend eating bats unless properly cooked. Um, you should definitely boil them until the TB is gone and the Ebola. But you know, we didn't learn from that. Dyatlov Pass. Yes, and yes. the nine, uh, nine Russian hikers that uh-huh. um, apparently died in the mountains and they sent a discovery t- like a team up to yes. find them. Yeah, the and Euro I found mountains. like people in there that like, I don't think it's the Dyatlov Pass to be honest, but like um, they, they went up searching like years later and I found people in there like 
they were like great they were like sons and daughters from years of inbreeding basically they made their own civilization up yeah because they got stuck sounds about right to be honest make the best of a bad situation when life gives you lemons make it yeah so like that, that's why i keep saying you should become a human hamster <coughs> i'm not becoming a fucking human why? hamster why because i'm not being a human hamster. Well, you can be our guinea pig we can just test things on you no it's my job to test things on you i'm the Russian. fine Besides, I want to I want to go to a place in the Channel Islands because there's feral flocks of chickens. Wait, whoever looks at a chicken, I'm fucking self because my screens went off. I've right, whoever looks at a chicken, times. right, and look watches a chicken lay an egg and think that's a funny looking shit. I'm going to eat that. I mean, no, what is, you're just being salty. I'm just curious. Who looks at a chicken have a shit no, no, and thinking that's a funny looking shit? I should try and eat it. Obviously, well, so, funny... obviously someone at some point. Come on, point out that it's not. Well, chicken. at the beginning, right, like someone looked chicken lay an egg and think, "Fucking hell, it's a funny looking shit." It's the same. It's what? the same story as how someone yeah. looked at a cow and decided, "Fuck it, I'm gonna milk those udders." Well, to be fair, babies drink milk, so it's kind of maybe it's like I wonder if that's the same. Yeah, but so, someone someone looked at a, a baby cow, a calf, drinking its mother's milk, yeah. and went, hmm, I wonder how that tastes. I'm sorry, but I've never looked at any animal okay, in the world fe- feeding on its mother and going, hmm, I wonder how that tastes. It's the That's same as... because you the, know because someone else already done it, and the, I would argue that... It, it's the same as whoever decided, hmm, this is bad shit, let's eat this. Mm, let's call it guano. Batshit crazy people. (laughs) (laughs) How do you know it's going to go there? I just had a feeling. I don't know, I just had a feeling. I just had a feeling that warriors were going to say that. (laughs) I can't say it. Isn't it like, isn't it tribes or something? Because it's, it's freaking, um, I don't know, but it's guano or something. It's a delicacy. People eat somewhere. weird stuff, man. There's a, in Mexico, it's a delicacy to eat wasp larvae. In England, in 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 Asia, you can have uh, cockroaches. In some parts of Asia, you can eat tarantulas. In Kyle, in, in Asia, <laughs> in you if you stood still well, enough. They okay, wait. I have anything like, feral. My, this episode isn't posted on my own personal podcast, but like it's on about how if dinosaurs existed. Basically, base. They were the Asians would eat them. We would fucking we would tame them and would have no 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 no. The, 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 the very last was the same as with it would wolves. I would a hundred a hundred and fifty percent just very... like arc with it about a hundred yeah yeah just everyone going around taming shit yeah yeah. <laughs> right, the very last segment stated that if if dinosaurs could eat us, <laughs> and like. A lot of lizards have the mentality to eat to survive, and that's what Asia is, just eat to survive. Basically, yeah. So you're saying Asians are dinosaurs? That's even more reason to love Asia. That's... no. 
It's look. Well, it I'm is. If, if you, I'm not saying a, if you want I'm not a reason a dislike to like them. a country, if you got told that people are basically like dinosaurs, that would immediately make you love that fucking country. Right, but if I also said they eat everything, and that's why there's a global pandemic because they ate fucking bats, you would also not love the country. To be fair, if there were dinosaur people, I would just imagine them as like the dragonborn from D and D, and I'd think they were fucking meant. Well, well, apparently the queen's a lizard, so you know, depends what you believe. The queen's been felled somewhere, Mel. Long live Lizzie. <laughs> you shouldn't talk about Prince like that. He's not always mortal. Math. <laughs> My favorite thing about the <laughs> Queen is, is basically she'll take a walk around Windsor and people would go to Windsor, like tourists will sit around, walk around looking for the Queen. And people accidentally meet the Queen without knowing they met the Queen. And like they ask us, oh, we here, the Queen lives around here. And she goes, oh, yeah, sure, the Queen does live around here. But I don't want to meet her. Apparently she's such a bitch. And these people go, oh, okay. And then, oh, hopefully one day we get to meet her. So like, surely one day you might get to meet her. And they would just fuck off, like, not knowing that they just met the Queen, even though she has a big fuck-off bodyguard right next to her, going for a walk. It's because people are dumbasses. If you don't hear, the, if the Queen walks up to you and speaks, and I'm assuming she just speaks in a normal voice. Yeah, you can she, ne- do, she, you, doesn't, she doesn't sound like jaded there, I guess. You, you can never imagine the Queen sounding anything but fucking like how the Queen sounds. You can't imagine her putting on a northern accent or anything like that, can you? You can't imagine the Queen speaking Cockney, for instance. So, if you, if you would meet a little old lady outside fucking Windsor, or Buckingham Palace, or anywhere like that, and a little old lady comes up to you, sounding like the Queen, looking like the Queen, and you pull out a pound coin, and it's the same fucking person as on the pound coin. No, yeah, and I'm guessing she's not wearing the It is an actual fact. <laughs> you can fact check me next week, Stefan. But they, they, they do... They, it's, it's mostly American well, tourists that meet the Queen by accident, and not... Yeah. Well, of course, yeah, because Americans aren't the brightest. <laughs> Jay, when's your American friends? I haven't asked them yet. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't yet, but we're still pretty offensive. <laughs> um, I don't know, I, like, I would, 40% I would of our listeners are American. Way more excited. Apparently. I, I would be way more Just excited. Just make sure he doesn't have the keys to your land, Wolver. But maybe, maybe if it's um, Americans, maybe that's why it's not him. He's like not allowed out <laughs> in case he offends them. <laughs> well, to be fair, we're going to insult the fu- we're going to insult the uh, fucking Americans either way because it's us. In all fairness, we insult anyone. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we don't target anyone. We don't dislike anyone. No, correct that. We don't target anyone. We don't dislike anyone. We just dislike everybody and target everybody. It's not that there's a specific place or region or anything that we target specifically. It's not like we've got a sniper scope. It's more like... Unless you're definitely target the French. Yeah, what I'm getting at is we're not racist. I don't target the French. They're just natural targets because they're surrounded. There's a lot about you going for the easy (laughs) lot. Yeah. Anybody who eats frogs and snails deserve to be targeted. To be fair, Americans are one of the easiest targets well, in the world. Even Americans take themselves. a piss of themselves. Well, they might as well everyone else's. 
<laughs> they kind of have to. They are the clowns Those of are... the world. <laughs> Literal clowns. <laughs> well, like, we don't offend anyone. America's just clowns. <laughs> well, I mean, look at Trump and you can see that. Oh, I mean, all, ultimate clowns. All their government system. All their healthcare. All the transport network. Yeah, we'll go all the He's away. All the He's away. tweets. All the food. <laughs> all the obesity rates. Or anything like that. Uh, is Just there anything America. else, Kyle? Anything else? Anyway. Anyway, wait, 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 wait. It's Kyle. It's time. It, it's time for our like, Navy. weekly hello to the audience. Hello, audience. <laughs> How are you doing? Before you do that, I was just going to ask Kyle. Kyle, are you still doing that advert for uh, Visit America? <laughs> Visit America, where you can insult everybody, but you get the chance to shoot. I shot my first gun in um, in England. <laughs> thank you very much. Did you go on a hunting? No, 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 no. On a film set, they have real guns. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I'm I'm gonna assume background noise or something, because you can most people can sort of tell the difference between a blank firing and an actual firing gun, because it does sound different slightly. So if any I got to go point of, still know the difference. Blank I don't think anyone gives a shit. Kyle, I think health and safety and not getting people shot by accident is more important than that. Doesn't quite sound like a real gunshot. That was a blank. Well, I don't know. The blanks can still On kill balance. people. Look at uh, who was it? Was it or Jetley or someone? Jetley. But do you know the full story? It was only because he'd fired it and it jammed. So there was a gun, there was a bullet actually stuck in the barrel of the gun. Yeah, but the fact that and he didn't it... bother unjamming it. Yeah, and, and he picked it up. I can't remember if it was Bruce Lee or his son. Uh, he picked it up and he, he obviously there was blanks um, and kind of shoot that guy, but obviously pretend kind of thing. And he shot with a blank and the, the pressure of it uh, released um, and... and the other guy because the actual bullet that was trapped came out. So it was an accident. Most blank firing things probably are. Uh, you still thought about Americans. Yeah. Aha, uh -huh, the <laughs> real reason American tourists didn't recognize Queen Elizabeth II at Balmoral because she went undercover at Balmoral. What kind of cover was uh, she? Like a ghost. You know, you know the she was wearing like a bloody um an outdoor coat, and you know those uh, granny handkerchief things that you put over your head, like a sort of hood thing. A headscarf. That's the one <laughs> headscarf. It's she, she was wearing one then, but she, she basically uh, there were the American tourists were walking around the grounds neighboring the royal family's home of Balmoral, uh, so Queen Elizabeth took the chance to prank them. When they failed to recognise her, she enjoyed a walk near her Balmoral home. Her Majesty and other members of the royal family holiday in Scotland each year and have been known to explore the, the area during their annual six-week stay. But some American tourists became the target of the Queen's mischievous nature when they met the sovereign out on one of her walks. Apparently the Queen <laughs> she is, is an alcoholic. <laughs> Old. Wouldn't you be if you were the queen? Although I couldn't be, could I? Imagine <laughs> if I was pissed. It wouldn't take as well to declare war on France. Yeah. Just start firing cannons at people and just level London. Yeah. 
No, she's, she's, she is very, meant to be very uh, mischievous, though. A, a Start firing cannons off Windsor Castle. <laughs> uh, apparently they said to the Queen, Hey, have you ever met the Queen? And she said, Well, no, not me personally, but this gentleman here who was a policeman has. He added, so they were more interested in the policeman who met the Queen than the actual Queen <laughs> standing there. <laughs> the policeman was Prince Philip. <laughs> Dressed up. Here's <laughs> a <laughs> <so> good disguise. <laughs> wait, so... Honestly, wait, marvellous. Before we move on to our next topic, are we going to say hello to, 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 to the audience? Hello to the audience. Right, so what's the next topic, Kyle? Uh, the next topic... Uh, well, hello, audience, first of all. Uh, hello and welcome to the random shittiness. Uh, we're not meaning to target America, but it's just too fucking easy. <laughs> the natural victims. It just happens. They are. Oh. The, the, the next topic is going to be... the. It's on the topic of war. It's one of the strangest uh, wars. It's just an um, Australian emu war. <coughs> That's my favourite war. Uh, no. This is... This is that in 1941... The Polish government in exile in London sent a declaration of war to Japan. The Japanese politely refused Poland's offer, suggesting that the proposal was not entirely serious. Although the two sides never came head-to-head -head in major battle, the state of war continued until 1957, making it one of the oddest wars of the turbulent 20th century. Poland's declaration of war was all the more curious as it didn't declare war on the two states that it attacked in 1939, the Third Reich and the Soviet Union, but rather Japan, a country which it had no specific conflicts and had even enjoyed a fruitful, fruitful uh, cooperation and warm relations with even after 1939. Uh, this is, it, 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 it's not as I good as the Danish versus war. Canadian war and that's still ongoing to this day. It's not as good as that, but it's literally just the fact of Poland went, right, Japan will go into war with you, and Japan just went, you're not serious, are you? No, we're not. <laughs> well, I, I, I do have a Just to summarise the, 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 summarize the whole, so the like, the best war go, going that's still ongoing, that's been going for ages now, is there's an island between Canada and Denmark, and it's unclaimed. And basically, this is my favourite war. Basically, so the Denmark military will go over, plant a Danish flag with Danish chocolates and Danish alcohol, and they're like, welcome to Denmark. Ah, then the no Canadian is, yeah. military will go over, take all that stuff down, take the chocolates out, put Canadian food <coughs> and Canadian alcohol and the Canadian fl flags and welcome to Canada. And that war has been going on for ages, and it's fucking hilarious. I've got a better one. It's just a neighbourly dispute, isn't it? It's like if you, it's like having a neighbour who keeps on trimming your side of the bush, so you just keep on trimming their side. The, the best thing is, it actually is, no it, it is like down as an actual war <laughs> that's going on. Yeah. All right, my my favourite war was the uh, well, uh, it's, it was the Swiss Civil War. Go on, then. right. No, Switzerland, Switzerland, I don't yes. think has an active military. Uh, they've, they've banned a lot of things. They've banned, like, random, like, so, for example, there was a, uh, there was a, um, a motor race in Switzerland and there was a fatality. 
uh, way back in the 50s or 60s or something like that, as there was common back then. Um, so they're just outright banned motorsports. So you're not allowed, you're not allowed to partake in motorsport. They do hill climb events because it's not motorsport, it's a time trial. But there's no motorsport, there's no racing tracks active in Switzerland. You're not allowed to do track days or anything. Um, and they do loads of stuff like that. So the Swiss Civil War uh, was, uh, there was two different uh, colonies of people um, who disagreed. Uh, they kicked off, uh, they declared war on each other in anger. Um, about two hours after declaring war, the two generals met at the top of a hill, sat down, spoke for about an hour, uh, resolved the conflict, and then that was it. I've typed into Google funny wars, and I've now got a thing saying the war, <laughs> the war of the stray dog. <laughs> oh god! In one of the most bizarre conflicts of the 20th century, a dog inadvertently triggered an international crisis. The incident was the culmination of a long period of hostility between Greece and Bulgaria, <coughs> which had been at odds since the Second Balkan War. Tensions finally boiled over in October 1925 when a Greek soldier was shot after allegedly crossing the border into Bulgaria what? while chasing after his runaway dog. The shooting became a valiant cry for the Greeks, who soon after invaded Bulgaria and occupied several villages. They were even set to commence shelling at the city of Petrich, where the League of Nations finally intervened and condemned the attack. An international committee later negotiated a ceasefire between the two nations, but not before the misunderstanding had resulted in the death, deaths of some 50 people. So because someone had a fucking stray dog that decided to cross the border and he decided to chase after it and got shot, there was a war that killed 50 people. That sounds 100% like if I was to start no. a war, that's how it would happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, the dogs I'm got glad you have no thought of power to actually start <laughs> wars. Well, just me, me, just me. Us, Why? I think in general. Because you are victim. <laughs> Why am I getting victimized? I would start lots of wars. You would start a war on the French for being French. I would, well, I'm just, all I'm saying is that I would start to pay council tax and that's why it was invented. And I would start a war in America because supposedly someone came out and said that, uh, said that someone did like a scouting type reconnaissance thing and said that it would be physically impossible to easily invade America. And I'm pretty sure that's a load of bullshit because all it takes is one press of a button. I don't, I don't think you need to um, start a war with America. They do a good job of wiping themselves out. Exactly. All they need is another them. civil war. <laughs> they, they need the same sort of thing that the French Revolution had. They need an American Revolution, but Mark II, where they're just killing a lot of Americans. I was going to say that they did do an American Revolution. I know, but the, the kind of ended up making us go, fuck it. Have it them. We don't give a shit anymore. I like how the the French the French had a French Revolution invented being French. The Americans had an American Revolution pretty much invented being American. There's loads of these all over the world. When we had a revolution, it was a fucking industrial revolution. Everyone got jobs. How British is that? Are you ready? For... We're already British. Are you There's no point in doing for... anything about it. Might as well just get jobs. Right. He has one for you. This is a war that is basically how we would start a war. Uh, it's the War of Jenkins' Ear. <laughs> in, 19, seven, in 1738, a British mariner named Robert Jenkins displayed a, displayed a severed decomposing ear before the members of Parliament. 
As part of a formal testimony, he claimed that a Spanish Coast Guard officer had sliced off his ear seven years earlier as punishment for smuggling. Spurred on by this stirring testimony, the British had soon declared war on the Kingdom of Spain, thus beginning the outlandish War of Jenkins' Ear. In truth, a clash between the British and Spanish had been in the works since the beginning of the 1700s, and Jenkins' missing ear merely served as a convenient catalyst. So, well, was this guy called Van Gogh by any chance? <laughs> Basically, England and Spain wanted to go... <laughs> no. <laughs> I just love the fact that the, the English and the Spanish wanted to go to war, needed, needed an excuse. This guy came up and said, a Spanish guy cut me ear off seven years ago, and they just went, fuck it, it's a good enough reason. <laughs> I like how it wasn't even current. <coughs> yeah, it was seven years ago. Like, he got his ear cut off seven years before that, and they just decided, fuck it, it's a good enough reason, let's go. Hey, hey. Pastry wall. The pastry wall. Mm. Do continue. Yes. Uh, in 1828, angry mobs destroyed large parts of Mexico City by uh, during a military coup. One of the victims of the rioting was an expert uh, French pastry chef named Remontel, whose small cafe was ransacked by looters. Mexican officials ignored his complaints, so Remontel petitioned the French government for compensation. His request sat unnoticed until a decade later, when it came to the attention of King Louis Philippe. The king was already furious that Mexico had failed to repay millions in loans, and now he demanded they pay 600,000 pesos to compensate the pastry chef for his losses. When the Mexicans balked at handing over such an astronomical sum, Louis Philippe did the unexpected. He started a war. The French went yep. to war with Mexico because a pastry chef got his place burned down and Mexico failed to compensate. Well, <laughs> the Mexico probably thought he's French, he's going to start a war. In October 1838, <laughs> a French fleet arrived in Mexico and blockaded the city of Veracruz. When the Mexicans still refused to pay up, the ships began selling San Juan de Ula Citadel. A few minor battles followed, and by December, as many as 250 soldiers had been killed. Uh, fighting ended in March 1839, when the British government helped broker a peace deal. As a part of the treaty, the Mexicans were forced to shell out the 600,000 pesos. No doubt a large sum for a, postry, for a pastry shop at the time. So basically the British came in and went, stop being fucking arseholes, just pay the French already and get this war over with because we're sick of having you two bickering. Why would you pay the French? <laughs> because it's better than paying Mexico. That's not. Well, no. To be fair, I don't know who I'd side with there, but probably neither. Because they're both absolutely ridiculous. The French were going to war over the Mexicans destroying a pastry shop in Mexico, or the Mexicans destroying said pastry shop and looting a fucking pastry shop. What are you going to loot from a pastry shop? Oh, yes, let's loot Pastries. some fucking sausage rolls. Well, I mean, if that's what you want, though. If, you do, if you're in a riot, 
I mean, sure, rioters get hungry, but I'm pretty sure you could just go and ask for it, and the guy would oh, give you in, sell it and sell all stuff. If I was, Kyle, if I was in a riot, I'd open a fucking pastry shop just so I could make. So basically, we got from this is like, if there was a massive Kyle war and Carol lived in between like it, he's gonna open a Greg's. <laughs> also, it wouldn't make any money because the huh? first time I walk past it, it would be empty because I would just put along with the fellow shop. No, like, like you... he underestimates people like us in a riot. I would be going along... to the TVs and stuff. I can't carry it. It would just be food. I, I would, I would hire bodyguards and stuff, but I would literally just count as like I would set up a cafe or like a place that sets up as neutral ground. You know how in adventures, in fantasy and all that sort of stuff, you've got like this city that's the neutral ground between monsters and humans, all this shit. That would just be my cafe. <laughs> Your cafe in Switzerland. You could, yeah, exactly. You, you could, you could have riot police sat in the cafe next to rioters, just eating food, and if anybody started shit, they both got fucking murdered on the spot. What is it? Um... <sighs> it's like the... I can't, I can't, I can't remember what it is, but I watched it. Jail might know if it's a film, but I watched a thing, and they were like, it was arguments and stuff like that. And there was a place where they met, and they were like, this, whatever it is, is Switzerland. It was basically like peaceful. It was the neutral zone. It was no fighting, and they they just used to call it Switzerland. Um, and no one was allowed to do anything or fight or I, anything. I don't that. know about that. Uh, that's just what it would be. There's a um, there's a film called Hotel Artemis where the hotel's basically like the neutral ground and you can't kill on the hotel grounds or anything. Yeah, it was like that, but they were basically like um they basically used to say whatever it was anyway, they were they'd say it's a cafe in this instance uh, they were like it, it's Switzerland, you know. I'm trying to think. Straight here. That's what they used to call it, Switzerland. It might have been a series or something, I can't really remember. I love Google when I'm typing in film with neutral zone called Switzerland and it comes up with film with neutral <laughs> zone called swimming pool. Of all, eh? No, I don't think it's the same thing. I don't think it's... Stefan. Ooh, Jay, Aye. you like this, right? You know, you know, you know Scunthorpe? People who live in Scunthorpe have a harder time putting their no, address into certain computers and stuff. Cunt. Because of a word that's hidden <laughs> within Scunthorpe. Yep. It recognises a foul language <laughs> and then sends us the fucking town name. The same with Penis Stone in Wales. It's still called Penis Stone, it's Pedestal. <laughs> Shadow? Ooh, apparently there was an operation where Nazi Germany tried to end Switzerland's independence. <laughs> What? Operation <laughs> Nazi Germany tried to take over Switzerland without even fighting them or just hating that. Operation Tannenbaum, uh, known earlier as Operation Grun, so it was known as F Operation Fir Tree, and then before that, Operation Green, was a planned but cancelled invasion of Switzerland by Germany and Italy during World War Two. <laughs> they realised that it went down there, didn't they? For fuck's sake. Jay was a bit slow there, but now he's broken. Yeah. I love this. It's on Wikipedia. You know how it's got its little bit at the side. It's got location, Switzerland, planned by Germany and Italy. Objective, invasion of Switzerland. Date, 1940 to 1944. Outcome, never took place. 
but apparently, <laughs> apparently Adolf Hitler made repeated assurances that Germany would respect Swiss neutrality in the event of a military conflict in Europe. Uh, it, he announced that at all times, whatever happens, we will respect the inviability and neutrality of Switzerland, reiterating this promise shortly before the German invasion of Poland. Uh, Nazi Germany planned to end Switzerland's independence after it had defeated its main enemies on the continent. So basically, once it had finished with Russia and everybody else, it was going to go after Switzerland. I do like how Switzerland has banned things that are dangerous. And in times of war, like it turns into a global war. Like Every country in the world is involved in one way or another, and Switzerland is going, no, I'm just not interested. Just stay on the country. <laughs> Switzerland <laughs> is the most <laughs> neutral fucking thing in the world. Wasn't there an army that went to, hold on, it could be the Swiss army when it existed, went somewhere, anywhere, they didn't really fight or anything, but I'm sure they went to somewhere like Italy or something, or they went somewhere to do something anyway, and they left for like 40 troops or something, they came out like 44. Yeah. Is that Switzerland? That, that was, I think that was a war in Switzerland or something like that, it's basically the soldiers went away and they picked up a hitchhiker on the way there and came back with more. No, they came back with a few more, I'm sure they're like, I don't know if they convert. Well, if they're Italian, they probably did convert. Change their mind. Went to war, came back with more, more people, right. troops. Literally typing that into Google. It's Liechtenstein. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was one tiny country. Yeah, Liechtenstein. It's it's between Switzerland and Austria. It it came home. Yeah, I thought... it came home with more men than basically. Yeah, basically, he has a tip for I this little that. war. Are you ready? If you show up at someone's house and have a piece of golden oh, furniture, don't sit oh. on it unless they ask you to. Basically, golden furniture. No, in in the nineteen hundreds, there was a war. The there was a war of the golden stool. <laughs> so. It was a basically golden stool <laughs> that was um, like, in oh. Ash in Ashantine Empire from Africa. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, the, 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 the stool was sacred, believed to a house not only to the authority stool. of the chief, but also spirit of Ashantine's nation, as well as the soul yeah. of the living dead yet to be born. It was in nineteen eighty six it was in eighteen ninety six Ashton King had believed had been exiled, leaving the Ashton people without a chief. Fortunately the British governor of the Gold Coast, Sir Frederick Hodgson, was there to help in a way that the white man always do. In March nineteen hundred, Hodgson entered Ashton capital and said since the Ashton lands were under the rule of the Queen they better fetch him this sacred golden stool so he could sit sit his ass right on it. And then, like, the basically locals sat there, stunned in silence, and, like, basically started a fight over it. Yeah, well, didn't the stool... Yeah. You weren't allowed to sit on the stool, but didn't it have its own stool to sit on as well? Like, the stool had a stool. I heard all that recently. That's why I clicked what you were going to say. Well, I didn't want to ruin it, so I, I, 
I'm sending you guys an image yeah. in the group chat because I fucking oh, I fucking love it. It's an image that shows <laughs> Switzerland during World War Two, and it is absolutely fucking surrounded by Axis powers and Axis allies and stuff. Like every country, <laughs> every country around it had been taken over was an ally of the Axis powers, and there's just Switzerland sat in the middle. Like you can't touch us; we're neutral. I love how, yeah, but it's German Reich and Italy as well, so German, Germany, uh, Liechtenstein, Italy, which were the most <laughs> dangerous at the time, are right next to it, and it's just sitting there going, no, fuck off. Yeah, it's literally just, it's, it's just sitting there going, you can't, you can't touch one. <laughs> if, if you want to go to France, you can fucking walk around. <laughs> <laughs> literally did as well. That's, that's like the most, <laughs> Switzerland is the most OP country in the world, purely because it has that mentality. Of, in you can't 1845 to 1846. Did you know that the UK and New Zealand were at war? Right, basically. I didn't. Was it over no, the fact that we kept sending prisoners British over troops there, were doing what they usually did, which was hang, was, was hang around a country that was not their own, <coughs> specifically New Zealand, and specifically the town of Kowaika. It was a place of brothels, Grockles and gambling dens, and it was filled with people, um, Burfett of Scopes and m- one more limbs who spent their days having comical bar fights. The British went ahead and and hosted the yeah. Union Jack over the town, figuring nobody would mind who doesn't love the British fag. But one of the chiefs of the of the natives, he rode into town and chopped down the flagpole, appearing f- f- figuring. They wouldn't actually be ruled by the British as long as the flag wasn't there, out of sight, out of mind. But what happened next is like display of splendid idiocy. The garrison instantly erected a new flagpole, which which um, Heck chopped down just as swiftly, and the third replaced it, only to be felled again. And then the fourth was erected and reinforced with an iron and had an armed guard, all presumably smirking away. We all like to imagine this kind of taking place uh, during this one lunch hour. But back in England, the House of Commons decided that Hecke and his people had no right to chop down the flagpoles <laughs> and live unmolested in their own country and declared that lessons need to be taught. <laughs> Helpful missionaries carried this information to Hecke, who was less impressed. On the, on the 11th of March, 1845, Hecke and his tribe descended into town with unprecedented um, strategy and butchered the town folks indiscriminately. British troops tried to dig themselves in around the barracks, but probably out to be um, shooting as they were swiftly overwhelmed. As a final fuck you, Hecky chopped down the damn flagpole again. <laughs> Can I just... How, how British kind of um, general public is... Well, there's loads of brothels and shit, yeah, this is a nice place to be. And then proceed to piss locals off by, not by being rowdy, not by being drunk, not by breaking things, anything like that, but by having comical bar fights. And then just put up a flag, and they're like, no. And then you do that two or three aims. And then how fucking British aristocracy is it for someone to be sitting in yeah, Parliament and a, fuck all the time? No, they shouldn't flag. be doing that in their own country. Yeah, just go, just going. I'm, I'm sure they wouldn't. I'm sure they wouldn't mind us putting our. I just flag love how like the but reinforced flag. I'm sure like, nobody they would mind chop it that. down. So fucking therefore, you know what? Fuck you! Killed everyone in that town. <laughs> then, as a final fuck you to the British um, colonizers, <laughs> they'll just chop the flag down again. <laughs> 
They probably fucking pulled oh, the pole the out of the ground and just made it fall over, to be honest. There wasn't a pole there, the wall bridge. Fuck's sake. <laughs> we've, co we've covered East Europe, Kyle. To be honest, <laughs> right, I would... Kyle likes Poland because he tells it what I do. I was in... A, I saw this in, um, bloody... What is it? Uh, Tumblr, right? And it was this, these guys. Of course it was. The, these guys arguing like British ter territories that like were only given back in the 1900s and all this sort of stuff, and how dare they do this and all this sort of shit. And I was just sat there going, "You're American, aren't you? Yeah. Don't be pissy at us just because we successfully right. did what Talking you've been trying America. to do for the last 20 years." Yeah, exactly. Sorry, sorry, America, but you do keep on going over to, to suspicious places for no reason other than we assume there's something right. there. Don't America, in 18... Let's be honest. In 1859, there, well. there was a war yeah. called the Pig War. Everybody knows it. <laughs> the Americans and... Yes, I was reading Was it because one, yes. they thought there was oil underneath some pigs? No, it's because someone killed. <laughs> basically, basically, the Americans and British had a long, open relationship <laughs> in the century after America after American Revolution in 1859. It almost came to an all-out war over a pig. Back then, there was a boundary between the American land in the present-day Washington well, State and the British territory to the north. The problem was nobody knew where the boundary was. The Sandron Islands sat there on both sides, claimed to their own. This went on for years with no problems until a damned pig came along. At some point, the British-owned um, Hudson Bay Company set up operations on the island and turned it into a sheep ranch for who knows f um, what purpose. In... <laughs> in eight, in eighteen fifty nine, around twenty five American settlers arrived on what they assumed to be near land. No doubt, surprised there was been very large amount of sheep already there. Each pop with a tiny unit jack taped to them. <laughs> <laughs> that's How British was, is that? Yeah, that's the most British thing in the world. Is, Fuck you! We're gonna prove prove these of our sheep. On now the Fucking on the fifth, on the fifteenth of June, to, like, <laughs> in eighteen fifty nine, one of the Americans oh, called Kutla noticed a pig rooting through his garden and shot it. It turned out the pig <coughs> was owned by an Irishman, Charles Griffin, a Hudson Bay, <laughs> a Hudson Bay employee who owned several so pigs even and raised him free range <laughs> style by letting him run around other people's yards. Kutla, yeah, well, you know, made him grow up. Kota offered Griffin. <laughs> Kota oh, offered Griffin ten dollar to replace his hog. Griffin demanded a hundred dollars. <laughs> Kota defended himself by claiming that the pig shouldn't have been on his land eating his potatoes. Griffin supposedly replied to, "It's up to you to keep your potatoes out of my pig." British authorities tried to arrest. <laughs> American military aid. 66 <laughs> American soldiers were dispatched on the British 
fearing they would lose control of the islands, sent along a couple of um, warships to counter the Americans. By the 10th of August, 461 Americans and 14 cannons were being faced down by five British warships carrying 2,140 men. No one suggested simply letting the British shoot one of the American pigs to even things up. So, my favourite things about this story, just to recap, is that, well, first of all, some people came home and we were just like, nah, mate, that's why I keep my sheep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and secondly, how the best thing to, is to tape tiny little fucking Union exactly. flags to the sheep, just to piss okay. people off, right? And then, no, but no, I have British is that response of, no, it's your fault, you would let your potatoes get in my sheep. And then the Americans overreact. Oh, sorry, a pig. Uh, and then the Americans overreacted by bringing what sixty-six sailors or something. So we just sent fucking warships. So like, right, you want to overreact, bitch? This is how you do it. Yeah, and I'm I'm reading it. It's basically the sent a small complement of troops pick pick it up the ante by declaring the whole island U.S. property, and the British responded by sending a fleet of heavily armed naval vessels. How British is that? It's whose land? It's whose land? Get the navy involved and fucking. All we need to do is fire cannons and we will make this island. So basically, again. this went every fuck I want it. This went or on for three the months. Entire island. Yeah. Either way, right. go away. That was by September. It was by September. It says, yeah, September. Yeah, it, Everyone it seemed to got bored of the whole situation, agreed on a joint military occupation of the island. For the next 12 years, token military forces of about 100 men lived in harmony, regularly visiting each other and having some terrific bacon sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, I bet there were. The only casualty, the only casualty was the pig as well. It it was a bloodless war. The only casualty was the pig. It was just a lot of people staring at the town. I feel sorry for the pig. <laughs> to be fair, the, the uh, hold on the George Pickett, the leader of the American forces during the Pig War, looks a lot like fucking General Custer. It would have been another General Custer moment because he would have been fucking slaughtered by the British cannon. That that is just a war of the most stereo- <laughs> that is the most stereotypical war ever. American, what is this doing? Shoot it. The British, what the fuck do you think you're doing? The American, it's your fault. It's your animal. The British, no, it's your fault. You didn't keep your vegetables out of its way. And then the American overreacted, and then the British just right. That I'm more powerful, who, bitch? That is, and that is just a war of stereotypes. <laughs> it really, it really fucking is. I think this is my new favorite war. Jay's got the hiccups. Jay's got the hiccups from it. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just hold on a second? Because I'm just gonna. One of, the, one of the ships that was in the British Army at the time, so I don't know if it would have been these size ships, but it was the HMS Victoria, which was a three-decked ship, ship, and it had fucking 121, 32, uh, 121 guns on the lower deck. Sorry, <laughs> it had 32 guns on the lower deck, 30 guns on the central deck, and 32 guns on the upper deck, with 26 extra guns on the upper deck and one sixty-eight pounder on the upper deck it was a fucking absolute beast if any of the ships were like that in this small little fucking armada that we were sent over there 
it would have been absolutely mad. It had a, a thousand officer, officers and men on it, and it had 121 guns. So if we had like 2,000, 3,000 soldiers there, that means it was at least two or three of these fucking 121 gun ships that were just sitting there on a coast Basically. saying, fuck you, this <clears> is a Yeah. How badly did you want to say shit about. Yes. Uh, he nearly did three aims. You nearly said shit, but yeah, you can't shit. For what, Shit, eh? shit, shit, ship. Hey. <laughs> yeah, like three aims. <laughs> it's you know, he said shit. It's because I was reading it while I was doing it, and my brain automatically fills in the hey, word with shit because I use shit more than shit because I'm not a fucking shit sailor. early in the morning. <laughs> And you are a little shit. To be fair, to be fair, I would absolutely love to sail on like an old school sailboat or work in some sort of capacity on like a submarine or something like that. But I know I never would purely because of my fucking medical conditions. You're younger. Plus, I'm getting too old. You're getting too old. I'm. I'm I'm ne- yeah, but I'm like half. I'm. He's a fucking fossil. I think I'm three quarters of the way through the um, age that you can do that you can be to apply for to be a submarine or something, and you've got to do like three or four years of courses and stuff. So I think by the time I finish it, I'll be too old. Oh bless him! I'm sure it's like you're only allowed to be like thirty or forty or some shit when at the most when you jo- when you join the uh, submarine service. And it's probably even less if you try and work on a fucking wooden ship. <laughs> I imagine you have to be pretty fucking strong to haul all the ropes and stuff, never mind just sitting in a metal vessel that's designed to sink. Well, true. <coughs> Let me say. Anyhow. I just got a bad smoker's cough, me. You dying as well, then? Right. I just do the most stupid wars. Fair enough. <laughs> right, this, this is our theme. There's two more over yeah, a basket a and a dog. Since this is our theme now. <laughs> <laughs> is the, is Was the dog in the basket? Is the dog won the battle of the stray dog? The stray uh, dog. Yeah, Kyle probably I did, said the stray dog. Yeah, yeah somebody threw a basket at it. The, the war of the oaken bucket. <laughs> Well, the... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Oaken Bucket. I'm sorry. They call right. the fucking basket it's an a Oaken bucket. bucket. It looks like a nice bucket, bucket I agree. It actually <laughs> does look like a really now. nice bucket. Right. While the war of the Oaken Bucket sounds more like a college game day rivalry, it was really a, thir- <laughs> a, a 1325... Uh, what? 1325 war between two Italian states? Polo Gun and... Modrian, fucking Italians, that killed two thousand people. <coughs> two thousand people, two thousand people got killed over a fucking bucket. <laughs> what? It was really a proxy war between supporters of the Holy Roman Empire and the Papacy. <laughs> I like it. And before I get too far into the details, yeah, what you really need to know what it all started because some modernese soldiers took the bucket from Bo- from the Bolo Gans town well.
Oh, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> they took the bucket from the town well, so they couldn't get water. So they decided, fuck you, we're gonna wall for you for, just for a bucket. Well, I mean, t- you could die. You could basically, dehydrate. Basically, <laughs> you could also just get another. Only bucket in and Italy sure will I have a civil them. war over stealing a bucket. How dare you I mean, put I'll on go. the Facebook that Jay is trying to turn me into into a hamster and asking everybody if they agree I should buy a hamster ball? I've just <laughs> seen that, you dick. How dare you? How, how, how much is it? <laughs> He's like, no, fuck you, but how much is it? Basically, fuck that, it's 150 quid. There's a fuck quid. Well, it's not cheap to turn into a human hamster, you know? I was going to say... I was gonna say if everybody if like we get enough people liking it, I will buy it. But fuck that! It's fucking uh, I found a one I was Stefano like. Uh. This is in Mexico. Do continue. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Stefan the only was... one here that's actually been to America? This, this is Mexico? basically, this was fought in 1969. Right, Kyle, Mexico is not America. <laughs> okay, right. Every four years, the Football World Cup intensifies right. local rivalries. Usually, this is friendly rivalry, or is it perhaps confined in this rivalry? Confined in Rivalry. confined to Rivalry. singing rude songs no, about like the opposite team. In 1969, however, things just got a little bit more serious when Honduras and El Safar fell out while trying to qualify for the 1970 World Cup. The first the first leg was played in played in Honduras as Honduras won one nil. The second leg was played in El Salvador, which is El Salvadians won three 0 <laughs> I'm Jay. butchering names. Leave me alone. I'm enjoying this. Jay, Jay, Jay. You are. The Honduras did not take the defeat well. The large Salvadorian communities in Honduras <laughs> came under attack with many people dragged from their homes and beaten. Shotguns were even fired into su- in supporters' co- coaches. Similar incidents occurred in El Salvador. El Salvador, sorry. The Salvador, El Salvador, El Salvador, El Salvador. Yes. In El Salvador El against Salvador. the Hondas, <laughs> Sal- it was clear. Salvador. It was it was clear that both football <laughs> sets of um, supporters. Like Salvador Dali. <laughs> a playoff match was due to take place in Mexico. Tensions were ruined. Were running high. The match was tied at the final whistle, but but after extra time. El Safado won 3-2, which should have settled the matter. However, El Safado angry, angry, and angry Hawande, uh, Hondres, El Safado, Hawandes has not taken any effective <laughs> measures to punish there. these crimes, which constitute I'm genocide. <laughs> Serve <laughs> diplomatic time. Honduras. Honduras. Target by the um, Air Force. Oh, oh. 
<laughs> the Air Force got involved with a football oh, so match. The fucking Air Force got involved the World Cup <laughs> in <laughs> Well, yeah. Can I... Oh, hold on, right. You know what, the beginning, when I said, I'm probably going to butcher names here because I was reading out Dutch names, and you were saying, well, well, aren't you learning German? You speak English as your Mexico. first language, Mexico. and you still couldn't say any of them. <laughs> to be fair, most of them are Spanish. Um, um, me amo. Uh, Brenos DS. Brenos Scotch. Um, but no. Mercy. Brenos Notches. Yes, Brenos Notches. <laughs> oh, you're trying to do Brenos Notches. I keep notches. saying Brenos Nachos. Um, I'm amazed you're saying Brenos Nachos. Ashley's fluent in um, Spanish, so she's better than this. Kinder Bueno does not make nachos. Can we? T- Everybody, make her famous, get her funded so that we can do a trip to Mexico. I'll end up starting a war. Insult Mexican people just by oh. accidentally saying the town names wrong. Okay, right. We'll, we'll... Mexico. I was going to say, of all the places to go, Mexico is not the best place to be. In fairness, <laughs> in St. John's, in London, the they've got armed uh, gods. So like Turkey. Right. I've got a war yeah, for you. Yeah, not for fucking tour buses. I've got a war for you guys. Go on, the then. battle of Karen Sebes, or Karen Sebes, uh, in in seventeen eighty eight, Austria was at war with Turkey. The Austrian army was marching down to clash with an advancing Turkish army in what is now Romania. Shenanigans ensued. What, of course they did. What happened was the Aust- Austrians set up camp for the night, and some scouts... You nearly said Australians. I did. And uh, some scouts on horseback went out to check the immediate countryside. For, for any sort of armed Turks, they came across a band of gypsies with a shitload of schnapps for sale, which they eagerly bought and began drinking with gusto. <laughs> it's us. It's us. Go check if they're armed. Well, I accidentally got pissed. <laughs> a load of Austrian infantry was also out and about and came across the group of scouts. They wanted to join the drinking. The boozy scouts refused and set up makeshift fortifications in what probably seemed a really funny idea at the time. Things got heated, an argument broke out, and someone got too excited and fired a shot. All hell broke loose, infantry and scouts firing wildly at each other. The infantry, in a state of confusion, began shouting that the Turks were attacking them. The scouts, even though it was they who were attacking their infantry, suddenly believed that they were actually... that there were actually uh, a huge, swarthy, mustachioed Turkish army just behind them. Uh, filling Filling their snazzy cavalry pants with rapidly escaping dinners, the scouts broke ramp ranks and piled through the ranks of infantry. The infantry took this as a sign that the Turks were definitely there. They began a panicky withdrawal, all animosity forgotten in the face of the imaginary Turkish army. So, it's it's this is us then, and sent out to do some scouting. Yeah. Get pissed and start a civil war. Just when the whole affair <laughs> couldn't get any stupider, it did. The Austrian army was made up of soldiers from several countries, and they spoke different languages. So when the German-speaking officers sh- started shouting halt, halt in their own language, the non-German speakers mistook it for cries of Allah, Allah. 
The whole frantic group of soldiers finally arrived back at the main camp. An officer there, in a moment of slapstick brilliance, reasoned that the charging, shouting men must be a Turkish attack and ordered an artillery strike. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Destroyed a bit. The German officers are shouting halt in German, which is halt, which sounds more like halt than Allah. But apparently the the (laughs) non-German speakers thought it was Allah Allah. It's one letter difference. Uh, the entire... But yeah, so one... Apparently an officer at the main camp with a, with some brilliance just saw the charging men, assuming it was a Turkish atta- attack, and decided to call artillery. So there was an artillery strike on their own men. The entire camp then awoke to the sound of an enormous battle, and they all did what every disciplined soldier would do at a time like this, run away in different directions, <coughs> firing wildly. The situation escalated until the army was called into a general retreat from the imaginary enemy. Finally, not wanting to miss out on the fun, the leader of the whole operation, Holy Roman Emperor Joseph II, got knocked off off his horse and landed in a stream. The only real winner here was magnificent stupidity. For a more tangible result, we'll say that the point went to the Turks, who arrived at the scene two days later to find almost 10,000 dead and wounded Austrians, and after they all had a good laugh, promptly captured the town and surrounding countryside. The Austrians basically shot themselves, shelled themselves, and all ran away in different directions, killing 10,000 of their own men or wounding them. The Turks just walked up, laughed their asses off, captured the guys, and just captured the town. Just... My favourite part was the artillery strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he so, did they not have uniforms or some shit? Could they not see the guys charging at them were wearing the same fucking uniform? Well, I, I mean, realised Stefan's name on the recording. They all wear whatever the fuck they want as well. Why the fuck have we? Why the fuck have we gone CSI this week? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I know for some reason he's you know in Indian moon. <laughs> I am. No, because like I'm gonna no butcher the Jay, fuck out of those. You're gonna read up the one that you just sent me. Then why did you send me it? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, so you've sent it because you want me to read it. <laughs> right. So Jay sent me. I'll read the exact message. Some neighbors don't get on. Take the tribes of Targleb and Bakir, for example. They fought the basis war for forty years over a camel. It began when the leader of the Tagleb tribe killed a camel which strayed onto its land. Unfortunately, the camel belonged to the wife of the other tribe leader. <laughs> a small matter, you might think, but when pride and honour are at stake, things can quickly get heated. The Tagleb leader was killed in retaliation, and the two tribes were instantly at war. The Bakar leader, realising that things had perhaps got a little out of hand, sent his son to negotiate a truce. The Taglebs killed him. <laughs> So the back of leader swore, swore vengeance and neither side have trusted the other for over 40 years the fighting continued over a camel <laughs> so this tribe accidentally killed the the camel that belonged to the wife of another tribe leader to which point it all kicked off and then one of them at some point went you know what it is this is ridiculous I'm going to send my son to negotiate a truce I love all there's like people up. go like schools for example <laughs> oh, give you like a bollocker it's like are you seriously arguing over blending a pen it's like well in all fairness people will fall over a fucking camel (laughs) 
Now the war over. Let's even a fucking war over. over. Oh no, people had a war over bird shit. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Go on, and are I'm you ready for the, Are you ready for the war of all the bird shit? Right. In the history what? of pointless wars, the 1864-66 skirmish between Spain and its former colonies of Peru and Chile might seem like the most pointless of them all. Its primary no- motivation was not self-preservation or saving the world from aliens, but guano, or to put it less politely, bird poo. Uh, th- th- guano has long been a vital contributor to the Peruvian economy and a resource worth co- protecting from flying outsiders. In the early 19th century, uh, oh, hold on a second. This I'm is, just this is good research, Fucking information about the war. <laughs> it's because I'm researching it at there. Aha, here we go. So, so when we're getting off, is this Kyle going to be our top research? So, British fa- British farmers found it to be th- found bird poo to be thirty times more efficient than cow dung when used as fertilizer. But it is by the eighteen fifties, a rapidly industrializing Britain was importing two hundred thousand tons of the stuff annually to bolster its agriculture. Suddenly, the white droppings that covered Peru's bird-filled Pacific islands were worth the lion's share of the Great British pound. Spain understood as much, and in 19, sorry, 1864, when in an act of post-colonial petulance, it occupied the guano-rich Chincha Islands in an attempt to extract reparations from Peru over a small domestic incident in Lambic. Peru didn't hesitate to retaliate. A protracted naval war ensued that dragged in Chile before the islands and their so, precious bird poop so basically, were wrenched back from Spain in 1866. They had a fight over stolen bird shape. Wrenched back from Spain. <coughs> basically, Spain saw that it was really Spain saw that it was worth money. Went over to its colonies. Decided, right, these are ours now, and the colonies ah. went, no, we are on about the hours, and a war ensued, and then eventually Spain lost. <laughs> I'm surprised yeah, Spain hasn't tried to invade us for the pigeon shite went, on the well, streets. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, America no, 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 invades uh, other countries for oil, Spain invades other countries for birds. Look, you know, if there was a bluff on there, yeah, yep, we just used to put bags and assume we don't care. In all fairness, it's probably the only erection it can get by erecting a pole. When you put a flag up, it's called erecting the flag. It was an erection joke. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was just uh, laughing at the fact that he's erecting a pole. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh God. Oh, Somebody's erecting a pole. This is like a rap battle <laughs> in Shakespearean times. <laughs> the poetry battle. Uh, God. <laughs> the, no, the Karuk... <laughs> poetry battles of history. The Karuk-Shitra War is said to have broken out in the Indian Kingdom of Kuru somewhere around 3000 BC. Okay. Although estimations of the dates of the war have ranged wildly, but no matter when it occurred, <laughs> the events were recorded in one of the most famous Hindu epic poems, so we can rest assured that we know exactly what happened. 
Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. One of the greatest Hindu epic poems. What are the other Hindu epic poems that I haven't heard of? Probably only known to Hindus. Uh, the Pandavas and the Kauravas were neighbouring and rival <laughs> tribes. The trouble began over a game of dice between the sons of the reigning tribe leaders, which was always going to cause trouble. The trouble got worse when the Kauravas' son decided to cheat. When he won the right to rule the entire Pandavas' kingdom for 13 years, what a fucking bet. Let's have a dice game. If you win, you rule my country for 13 years. And then cheat. Uh, so when he won it, all on the throw of a load of dice, feelings ran high. According to the poem, the Pandavas honoured the dodgy bet and went into exile, at the end of which the Kauravas refused to hand back the territory, denying all knowledge of the great terms. The Pandavas <laughs> were left with no choice but to declare war. So far, so plausible. Oh, they did have a choice. A full-scale war ensued, which, according to the poem at least, resulted in a death toll that made World War One look like a skirmish. Perhaps the casualty rate of, a t- of 2 million was slightly overinflated, but the Kauravas <laughs> did insult Lord Krishna, who had consented, con- condescended to try and mediate the dispute. Annoying a deity is always good for pushing up the death toll. And as it wasn't just soldiers that died, there were apparently also 390,000 elephants and over a million horses. Oh, Aww, the I don't like when the elephants die. The two sides drew up detailed rules of engagement to ensure fair play, <laughs> which included no fighting after dark, only one-on-one fighting allowed, and both what fighters is, having what equal was this like? This is like the rules now. Oh, you're not allowed to out. I'm not everybody. <laughs> It's literally the wars, the rules. You couldn't fight after dark. It had to be one-on-one fighting, and both fighters had to have equal weaponry. So if one person had a sword and a shield, and the other person had a sword, you couldn't fight the other guy until he picked up a shield, or the other guy threw away his shield. Ah, you see a problem. What, if he cheated in a game of dice, he's going to cheat there? Well, that's not the problem I saw, but yeah, that is an issue. Um... No fighting after, like if you said after sunset, for example, like, alright, you could be fighting and then just, well, the sun's gone, see you tomorrow, you know, kind of thing. Fighting after dark, it doesn't, dark isn't like a light switch, it gradually happens, so at what point do you declare it's too dark to fight? I'm assuming when you, ca- if, I'm assuming when torches are required. But then, it's after dark technically before then, and if you do it as soon as it starts getting dark, that means as soon as it was cloudy or foggy, you wouldn't be allowed to fight. But uh, apparently there was also some some guff about not killing women, the wounded, or animals, but it was all pretty irrelevant. <laughs> it, it was all pretty irrelevant because neither side stuck to the That's code. That's a bit dodgy, not killing the wounded. 18 well, days, at the you, end of which there like, was almost no one. If you one have happened. a sword fight, as per se, and you've got a sword and a shield, if a guy has a sword and a shield, you cut him on his arm, that's wounding him, so you can't really kill him. Yeah. Right. Hey. Yeah, basically. You basically. can't kill him. But, oh, hold on. Right, I was watching the. Th- <coughs> right, so. You can't kill him, but. Right? I've got an idea about. I've got a way around that. Yeah. So, I don't know if you've heard about the, the Costa Concordia. Yeah, it's like the biggest ship since Titanic. Um, and basically, the captain basically massively, massively fucked up. Uh, the ship went on its side. A few people died, I think. Well, quite a few people died. Um, 
and um, basically the, the ship sank and then a few people died and then he, the captain when they were loading up the lifeboats instead of staying there and helping coordinate the rescue fucked off to dry land he was Italian of course um, and then the coast guard went mental with him I'll, I'll link you to the video afterwards and you can watch it it's quite really interesting uh, but basically his argument was when he got took to court for, for like deserting the, I think he was um, he was charged with negligence um something else and basically fleeing the ship uh, and leaving passengers there um but basically he, his argument was well none of them died as a result of me crashing the ship though they died as a result of the water getting in and them drowning <laughs> so his argument was that his initial impact when he hit the rocks that he caused didn't kill anyone Technically true. If nobody so, dies from the so, crash, but dies from the thing that happens after the crash, it's not really his fault. So, you, if you shoot someone, then you can say, "Well, the bullet, I shot him, but it wasn't the bullet hitting him that killed him; it was the bleeding out." So, on that logic, that guy, you, you you cut someone's arm off or something, you you injure them, like Jay was saying, then you could just go, you could just that's, like cut his throat. Or that's something a lot like go, well, you know, he didn't die from his cut, but he died from bleeding out. And not being able to breathe. It's like, does the glove fit? Let's not talk about what you're saying. Jordan isn't here. Right. So, so what we'll doctor have you been to, going that's to? What the doctor says every time he bends you over. <laughs> right. Kyle yeah. doesn't go to normal doctor as he goes to doctor as that he imagines. To be fair, there's a reminder that I need to find a new I dentist. I need to go to the dentist. Took off my dentist. <laughs> what? Why is the dentist sticking his finger up your ass? <laughs> no, it's it's just it's just because I remember the taste of rubber gloves. What? What? Why are you being tasting rubber gloves after the doctor stuck a finger up your ass? No, I've then put it in me. your mouth and go, yeah. I've, I've never had a doctor do anything like that, but I, for some reason, like as I talk, when I talk about doctors or hospitals or dentists or anything like that, I just immediately get the taste of rubber gloves in my mouth. From I think from we just found one. The dentists like. Putting his hands in your Stephen. mouth. Stefan. I just think we found out he's all shoving rubber gloves in why there. he used to see a psychiatrist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> well, every time he goes to the doctor's and then it's to shove a finger up his arse and shove it in his mouth. <laughs> Fuck you all. Right, moving on to yet another war the never ending war. Much like this fucking seg- much like this segment. <laughs> uh, oh, the I know this one. I and the McCoys were two families who lived along the border between West Virginia and Kentucky over the Civil these War. Names. I recognize the names. Yeah, they didn't like each other. They'd been on opposite sides during the war, and it was probably fair to say that both families were as bad as each other. The real trouble, however, began with the murder of a McCoy by a suspected. It was suspected by a Hatfield. The feuds, he was burnt to a crisp. The, the feud simmered on, and McCoy claimed that Hatfield, <laughs> had, Hatfield had stolen his pig. The McCoy claimed to be able to identify the pig by the markings on its ear, that Hatfields claimed that that mark was in fact a Hatfield mark. The, a judge ruled in favour of the Hatfields that made it 1-1. Then, uh, then a witness who had testified at the pig trial was found murdered, Two McCoys were tried, but acquitted of, mur- of murder on the grounds of self-defence. Still one one. Then one of the McCoy women went to live with a Hatfield, which would have been 2-1 to the Hatfields, but the woman soon returned to her own family. 
When the two lovers tried to re reconcile in secret, that Hatfield boy was arrested on the say-so of the McCoys on a bootlegging charge. So, two on to the McCoys. The McCoy woman, distraught at losing her lover, rode through the night to warn the Hatfields, who rescued him from the McCoys. 2-2. Two, two. Despite the McCoy woman's courage in rescuing her lover, the lover turned out to be not worth the effort, and he abandoned her when she became pregnant. 3-2 to the Hatfields. Then he took up with her cousin, also a McCoy. 4-2 to the Hatfields. And so it went on. A Hatfield was stabbed 26 times, his McCoy assailants were tied to a train shot, another McCoy killed another Hatfield, another Hatfield was her in the favour. Then on New Year's Eve 1888, so this war, I don't know when it started, but this is now 1888, several members of the Hatfield clan surrounded the McCoy's cabin and opened fire on the family while they slept. They set the cabin on fire, killing two of the children, and they beat a woman almost to death. Some of the McCoys escaped into nearby woods, only to succumb to frostbite, and by this time, no one knew what the fuck the score was. A posse, which included some of the few remaining McCoys, set out to track down the Hatfields. They shot and killed one Hatfield and several supporters before cornering the rest of them at Grapevine Creek. But the Hatfields were prepared. A vicious battle ensued, and at its conclusion, the few Hatfields and McCoys who had survived the battle were arrested. Some were sentenced to life in prison, and one was hanged. Final score, nil-nil. Great. They surrounded a cabin, shot Basically, the shit right. out of it, and burnt it down, Basically. and only managed to kill two children. Right. Basically, right, oh, think about it. it's Americans, it's Americans, okay, right? Basically, Americans. Has anyone ever noticed that this actually started off a lot. from someone stealing a pig? It's true. What is it with Americans and fucking pigs? Yeah. Yes. I don't think they fuck the pigs, but they don't let you steal them. To be fair, that's probably why they steal oh, them. Or letting them loose. It's great because I'm on the second page of Google and the sorry the third page of Google for for stupid wars and all it's coming up with is Trump 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 <laughs> Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Literally every single article is Trump defends this war. Trump defends that war. Trump de de declares war on his own troops. Trump does this. Trump does that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> idiot. So, the fact that he's got an entire page dedicated to himself says something. Yeah, it does. It says a lot. I mean, I'm sorry, but when every single person in America takes the piss out of your president, I'm pretty sure that's time to get a new president. And we don't just mean, like, the way we take the piss out of Boris and say he's useless and shit. We mean literally despise him to the point where I'm pretty sure sort of a few people have threatened to kill him. Who, Boris? No, Trump. Like, I know we oh. all hate Boris and stuff, but Trump's followers. Um. Mm, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow, Jay. Actually, no, sorry. Wow to Jay's spouse who's just said a pig to the Americans is a sheep to the fucking Welsh. Oh. I replied with, well, have you seen most of Malcolm women? Because you said the fuck face. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, true. I mean, if anyone wants to know what we're talking about, watch <laughs> any boo-boo. <coughs> yeah. What's up? 
basically a, a, a fat bitch yeah, who's famous Basically, I was just going to say it. Wait, just look at Honey Boo Boo's mother. Also, I was going to say it's all American, then. Yep. The, don't, you will never get those seconds of your life back and your brain will be fucking stained for the rest of your life. Brain stain? I would rather watch a documentary about a fucking sheep having its intestines oh, like, pulled uh, out and turned into fucking sausages. sausages. Mm, I like I'm sorry, I'm eating fish. <laughs> Schlam sausages. Schlam sausages. <laughs> he is, he's he, he's At least I'm not up to the microphone desk. like some Just people are. Stepping. To be fair, I'm not too keen on um, I'm not too keen on lamb. <laughs> what? I ate before I came on, bitch. The past two weeks, I've got one thing to say to that. Nom. No. He's looking for his food to eat, isn't he? No, it was silent. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, hold on. Yeah, uh, everybody, sorry there's no Andy segment that you farting just reminded me of my dad farting on my microphone every fucking week. Um, I've got... I'm quarantining in the room, Andy can't come on. So there's no Andy this week, sorry. I tried to to fart, but it was just a fizzle. (laughs) It was just a fizzle. How the fuck are we on two hours after just talking about stupid wars? Kyle, you're missing the point. What's the point? I tried to fart, but it was just a fizzle. I don't get it. You're you're not very good, are you? supposed to ask what the fuck a fizzle is. Until the 16th century, in England, or in the UK, until the 16th century, we used to say fizzle was the word to describe breaking wind without making a noise. Oh, so every, why have we lost that? So every time I fart, it's a fizzle. It's just a fizzle? Why would, why do we lose that? That's a good word. It's useful. I'm googling dead words now, because there's a fucking shit ton that'll be, that'll be like, useful. <coughs> I heard it. Yeah, look. <coughs> you hear that? What the stuff? Yes, I heard that. What? I don't know. Anyway, what was today's topic? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, today's, to- don't today's know. topic. Your was, horse. Today's topic was just wars and animals and stuff, but we ended up going what so long about the stupid wars. It was basically just uh, like animals and wars. That's literally. It was like a mix between different things, but it ended up going on to the stupid war, and then we just got stuck. I think all our life is a long documentation yeah. of a stupid. Often do get stuck on stupid wars. I'm I'm so I'm surprised we haven't yeah, even started a stupid war yet. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that! Can you imagine, right? Sometime in the future. Only because we don't um, have the power. Now. This website's like f- bullshit. This lab, website sorry, could take it off air. Start a war. We will eventually. Awesome. 
I'll give it half a chance for Guys, I'm looking. I've found a site that's got seven words, seven English words that nobody uses. Okay, what's anymore. the definition of kerfuffle? I fucking use kerfuffle. Kerfuffle's a meant word. Don't use kerfuffle. Didn't you? Uh, kerfuffle oh, is pronounced kerfuffle and describes that's when someone is making a podcast. fuss over something that doesn't podcast, require kerfuffle. it. So don't make yeah, a fucking kerfuffle. It? It's kerfuffle. General kerfuffle. It, it's <laughs> the general kerfuffle. It's, it, it's literally, it's literally pron- pronounced kerfuffle. It's kerfuffle. Hello. It's derived from Scottish or Irish. Apparently, nobody Kef-lerful. uses it. Everybody uses it. I use kerfuffle. Maybe it's just us. Maybe we're just fucking ancient. What about <laughs> what? what about crapulous? Uh, what's that? It's the opposite of fabulous, and it means to feel ill after eating or drinking too much. So I feel crapulous is basically saying no. like, I feel crap. No, I know why we don't use this anymore. Because we just started saying I feel crap. No, we replaced it with just shit. Just <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's shit. Facetus. Wait. Facetious. Facetious, sorry. Wait, yes. wait, wait, wait. But I use that. We do still use that. Henceforth, we still use that. Fucking twice. I am facetious. I don't really use henceforth, but I, I have you know what is a good like word before on this podcast. I I use fuck. I use <laughs> henceforth. Of course. What are you a fucking 16th century? For anyone listening, for anyone henceforth from this yes. moment on, the best way you can yeah. get a good look and image <laughs> of your face yes. is imagine someone with a fedora. Kyle, do you own a fedora? Why? Why imagine me with a fedora? Yeah. Yes, I do. But so does Stefan, and so do you. Kyle, do you own the fedora because I had a fedora and you liked it, so therefore it's kind of my fault. <laughs> uh, sort of yes, and sort of. And I told no. you where to get it from. I did want one before I saw you having it, but you having it sort wait, of just wait, made me wait, go not, fuck you it. You know what's a really good well. word? That's not that's rarely used now. As is often the way. That's quite ostentatious of it. Ostentatious is apparently on this fucking list. We still use ostentatious. Yeah, all of the words on this list is still used apart from crapulous and obscure. Which has just been replaced by shit, so we don't need. What? Obscure? Obscure, which is basically like what or something like that. It's obscure. Well, that's because it's easier to say what. Yeah. Everything else on this list is still... You know, it's a really good word. Sorry, Jay, continue. Used. What was your word? Strump- strumpet. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love the word strumpet. Strumpet. Oh, God. Why did I need it would be something like that? Because of rhymes of crumpet? No. Yeah, but strumpet is actually a word. So it's actually uh, a term. Uh, 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 Bump it. Uh, yes, Kyle. Uh, yeah, he sounds it. Uh huh. Has he broke? It's gone to robots. Words, <laughs> words that are out of you. Archaic words that used to be common in yep, English that are no longer common. The top, wo- <laughs> the top word is abroad. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, I think the corona's got your voice box. <laughs> Can you hear us? Yes. You went robo and then disappeared I... twice. Sorry. Um, yeah. It's in advertisement. 
a broad alignment. Things like that aren't words. They are fucking words that we still use. Fuck off. And uh, I know why. It's because no, a lot of people don't say, "Oh, I'm going abroad." They just say, "I'm going on a holiday." Um, and because things like advertisement would just say adverts, or it's an advert. That'll be why. Apothecary is on this list. Apothecary, sorry. I'll, br- I'll bring back apothecary. We use that in fantasy and stuff all the time. Bane. What, as in like Batman's nemesis? No, as in like poison. Uh, bedlam, behold. I say behold all the time. Beehive bedlam. Behoof. 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 It means benefit or advantage, so I have the behoof. <laughs> no, you can't be the behoof. You cause a behoof to someone else. No, I have. Or someone. I have the. Or behoof. you do something and someone behoofs from it. I have the advantage. I have the behoof. No, you do something stupid and then I behoof from that. A billow, uh, blow, bodkin, bootless, breach. Bootless? That's <gasps> just losing your boots. Apparently, a person's buttocks used to be called breach. Your ass is breach. Yeah, Kyle, because you used to wear breeches. I've breached your breech, bitch. No, you don't breach people's breech and you don't say that after you've done it. <laughs> a camel leopard. Say it to Jay when he comes back. Stefan. Yes? Camel leopard. Camel leopard? Yeah. What? A giraffe. Camel leopard. What? Eh? Camel. <laughs> camel. Opard. A giraffe. Well, like a camel leopard. <laughs> it's like, do you know, hippopotamus <laughs> is Greek for river horse. <laughs> Stefan, this is the best word in the world. <laughs> camel leopard. No, the word for bombard. Oh, God. Cannonade. Oh, I like it. I am going to like cannonade a... you. <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds like a... it sounds like a drink. <laughs> uh, I love it. Fucking ca- <laughs> I'm not gonna bombard you, I'm gonna cannonade you. I'm gonna yeah. use that all the time. We don't use cannons, and I'll use bombs. Do any of us know a Carl? Uh, I know a few. A Carl is apparently a man of low birth. Low birth? Yeah. What, as in low standing? Uh, as in like a peasant. So probably. <laughs> Alright. Carl, that kills people. I thought people. you meant not all these fish was women. <coughs> I love it. Kyle, tell Jay. Huh? Which one do. Oh, yeah, uh, Jay. <laughs> Camel Lepard. No, the one before that. What did you say? What was the sentence you said? I said, say that to Jay when he comes back. We're gonna breach my. Oh, breach. I'm gonna breach your. What? I'm gonna breach your breach, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> your breach, <laughs> you, your breach used to be a word for a person's buttocks, so I'm gonna breach Go your on. breach, you bitch. <laughs> that's what well, that's uh, one you uh, can uh, say uh, to uh, Ashley. Go get my go get my um lovely yeah, well, involved. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <clears throat> I'm gonna breach you, <laughs> breach you, bitch. <laughs> I'm amazed he's not dead yet from the amount of times. Hmm? <laughs> you don't have to say you bitch. That was Kyle's flair. Used to be me. Used to be dumbhole. I'm gonna breach you, bitch. Buttocks, sorry, buttocks. Buttocks, not bumhole, buttocks. Didn't bumhole, it meant buttocks. It meant buttocks. It's getting worse. 
<laughs> also, um, oh, what was I going to fucking say? Mm, Stefan, do you know why they used to say fire and brimstone? Go on then. Because brimstone was sulfur. Oh, well, yeah, because brimstone is sulfur, yeah. Yeah, so it's literally, I'm going to rain down hellfire and brimstone. It's literally just sulfur, so they're going to cause fucking fire and explosions. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I love how you're amazed by breach meaning arse when, well, buttocks, when used to, people used to wear breeches. I know, but I never, I never understood why they're called breeches until now. Well, neither did I. It puts it together, but it doesn't. It's not like I would, like when you told us. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Not whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like hey. I just immediately put two, two and three together and came up with ten. Demoralize is apparently on this list. People still use no, demoralize. Yeah, use demoralize. Isn't, isn't demoralizing people Diverse, a whole point on this podcast? Drought, embarrass. Drought, drought isn't used anymore. Exactly. What's that word? What Apparently Africa's going to again? Um, oh, uh, Africa's having a dry spell again. Dry spell. That's <laughs> just, 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 just a bit dry. Just a bit dry. Don't worry about it. It doesn't need a specific word. It's not, uh, it's not lethal. Four scores. That's no longer used. To be fair, I don't think that was fucking used when Lincoln used it. Well, Lincoln did use it. It means 80, apparently. Somebody breached my breaches with, what is it, cannonades. Yep. Somebody cannonade someone's breach? Oh, Stefan. Can you, he has, hold on, he, can, you, can, you, can, you, can you cannonade someone's breach with, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, oh, fuck, a cam- camelopard. A camelopard, yeah. Them. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Stefan, here's one that you can say next time to Nina. Ablocate oh, is yeah, a good word. Uh, is a word that's never used anymore. Grimalkin. What is that? Ablocate, yeah. A B L O C A T E. Ablocate means to hire. So basically, in the 17th century, you used to ablocate as stumpet. Ablocate is. Applicate a stumplet. Applicate. Applicate. Yeah. Did you have to applicate to be applicated? Yeah. Jay? Does that mean you applicate to be applicated (laughs) when you go for a job? I got what? You've you've got a Grimalkin at your workstation. A Grimalkin. It was an old school name of a cat. A Grimalkin. A Grimalkin. Why? That doesn't make any sense. I fucking know. I found a, <laughs> I found a good word that describes well, children. You get most of them, but that what? I can see why they stopped using this one. <laughs> no, age elastic. Age elastic. <laughs> No, it, it's defi- it derived from, <laughs> from the Greek word What's meaning laughter. Someone who doesn't age. Someone who is age-lastic like literally never laughs. <laughs> oh, I've found two of the fa- most fantastic words in the world for you. 
Love Apple and Lucifer. <laughs> I don't really want to know the answer, but what's your love apple? A tomato. Oh, okay, that's, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Because it's a fucking red fruit, so it's a love apple. Oh, and Lucifer I mean, it... is a match. Lucifer is you. Lucifer is a match because it causes fucking fire. Oh, I do know a thing about, you know, um, oh, what do you call them? They call, they call uh, matches redheads in America. Yeah. Because they've got the red tips. Yeah. Right? And in the they sold them, they export them all over the world, these redhead matches that were like the biggest big company. And I think it was at New Zealand or Australia, I'm sure it was Australia, right? Where there was a guy called Dick Smith. Right, <laughs> and he didn't like that everyone called him redheads. So he invented his own matches and he called them dickheads. That is fucking fantastic. <laughs> and he fucking sold them as dickheads. I don't know if you can still buy them now, but yeah, you probably can, to be honest. Australia also has ice creams called gay times. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, me, me, me dad got off. Me dad got offered a gay time when he went over there. To I bet he did. <laughs> I bet he did. Uh, I think it's mad. Like you, you wouldn't get away with calling ice cream things like that in this country, like PC. Although the original packs were discontinued, packs of five seed sticks in the right, same I found a hilarious word that sounds German from 1618 you, that Smith's used to um, mean rust. <coughs> Kankerfett. I do know that. Canker fret, sorry, canker fret. Yeah, it means like something to rust, it's like your car is quite canker fret. Canker fret. Aye. So all those, all your rat mod people are canker fret in the the car. Awesome. Who doesn't look for a good canker fret? Doesn't sound healthy. Um, I know that the longest word in the German dictionary they don't use anymore. It was something to do with a law passed on beef, I believe. The standards that beef had to be upheld to, and they made a word for it. And it was the longest word in the German dictionary, and it's pretty much unpronounceable. Um, and then now they don't use it anymore, so, yeah. So it's probably no longer in the dictionary. Oh, I also, I found out that, you know, the, when the plague was sweeping across Europe, Yes, the is this the Black Death? Yes, the, the Black Death, the, the Donic Plague. Yeah. Well, the Scottish thought England. Well, the Scottish thought now is a good time to go and attack England because yes. we started getting the plague and were suffering from it. So the Scottish were like, "Yeah, we're going to go and attack them." They came, didn't kill anyone, went back to Scotland and took the plague with them and killed half their own population. Yeah, it was on the least it, successful military campaign ever. It was on horrible histories as I saw on horrible histories a while ago, and I was yeah. watching all the episodes. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking great. I was like, "What the fuck?" That's got to be the least successful military campaign. Half the population. Uh, what's this one then? Oh dear God! Show, That's show Kyle. End because one, like, the time two again. Min- two and minutes and a qu- two hours and a quarter. It is. It's been two minutes, not two hours. Right, okay, this sentence, I'm going to read it out just because it's absolutely fucking fantastic. My mammoth rept, who I benemt David Carter, is right. both a noodle and a fribbler. 
That's what, what Jay's just sent me. Yeah. Oh, my mouth's been spoiled, child. Spoiled, the... child. Jay, yeah. I hope you have the definitions of these words, because words, because what's what's um? Well, it does. What's a mammothrept? What's benempt? What's a noodle? And what's a fribbler? Well, he did say that. Yeah, a noodle is a symbol from. It was used in 1753. It was used to describe a symbol. A fibula is described as someone who acts aimlessly or free, or freely. Kind of makes sense because we we would say use your noodle, like use your brain. Oh no, there's just an example I picked up off the website. Who's doing right. it? Aha, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. mammoth mammoth is kept at the breast too long. <laughs> Which, it, it basically means obsolete, want, a spoiled child or an infant. I want to end the podcast on this word. I just send it to the group chat. Oh. Wee wee. <laughs> it's a term used by the Australians in 1845 as slang for a Frenchman. Why why? Pronounced why why? A wee wee. Is it is it though, or is it like Wi Fi? Is it why why? No, it's it's put. I, I thought it was going to be pronounced wee wee because the French came over saying wee, and those Australians just went wee 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 wee. It does sound right. like that. So as well. like, thank you for listening to taking off air. Like yeah. <coughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to us just talk about random shit. But wait, about. Useless, stupid, retarded walls and words that are no longer in use but have fantastic fucking meanings. You can catch us over at facebook.com forward slash taking off air, or one word, or at Twitter at taking off air. Or you can follow our mishaps on Instagram at trepicide productions, or one word. Yay! Or. We're actually places. You can follow us. Well, you can follow us at www.takingoffair.com. .uk.org. Step aside.com. Step aside.uk. Yeah. We'll use one of them. We are charity. We'll use one. We'll decide on which one we're using. It dot org makes it sound like a charity. Yeah, it, it fucking hell with. <laughs> we're charitable. <laughs> we're not charitable. We don't. We we don't give anything to people. We just take away two hours <laughs> of life. We give free useless information. Yeah, I'm very charitable. You know, one of these days, one of our listeners oh, yeah. could go on a game show and win. Exactly. Uh, all because thanks to. <laughs> A fuck ton of money, all because of us, because we gave him the means, we gave him a fuck ton the of money. information <laughs> and the useless answers. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, but the topics that we come up Why with, so I doubt any game show will ever fucking touch. Negative attitude. Because like I don't think any game show is gonna pop up say saying, okay, what is what was the definition of a mammoth rept or a f- fucking what the whatever the fuck the rest were? I've forgotten them all already. <laughs> but if the do... no, a yex spelled Y E X, 
is to hiccup or belch <laughs> forth. a negative attitude. <laughs> well, you ha- well, you had a hiccup there before, you know, like a... I'm not belching on Not like a little hiccup, but like a hiccup in the sense of you fucked up a sentence. I do love the fact that that used to be called... I'm going to start calling it a hex. Everybody just got lazy and started calling it a fuck up and said hiccup. It's great. Hex. Yex. He- no, a hex is a spell. A yex, you said. A hex is a fucking spell. Yeah. Well, well, I basically, I basically yexed yes, it there. Yes, you said hex the second time. You said yex the first time and hex the second time. Yex, not hex. Yex. And you're fucking... Y-X. You're yexing with a hex. Y-E-X. Y-E-X. Is it Y-E-X or Y-X? Because you've changed it again now. Fuck's sake, man. Why is this such a hard thing to discuss? What's wrong with you two? Pull yourselves together. On that note, note, we'll say goodbye. Yes, fucking finally. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Who who presses the stop record button? Because Jay's not in this thing anymore for me. Yeah, he's not in for me either, so we'll just let him do what he wants. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can, we can hear we'll you, just, but just don't exist. your name hasn't been here for like the past hour. <laughs> awesome, so we're gonna have to stop it, Stefan. No, no, it's fine, we'll carry on with this. <laughs> Fuck Jake. <laughs> <laughs> What's he done? He's broken it. Uh, what a fucking dick. Right, okay. <laughs> See you later. Fucking Bye. Uh, wait, we're not going to leave. We're just going to press stop on the fucking recording because it's still going for us, bitch. <laughs> yeah, we're still recording. Why? Because <laughs> you're not on it. I can't stop the recording. Stefan, can you stop the recording? Oh, no. I, I can't stop the recording, I, I, can't, I genuinely can't. I can't press stop. It doesn't do anything for us. Jay, <laughs> you're gonna. Jay, Jay, rejoin your link off uh, the chat. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake. How is this happening? We're broken. Oh, Christ. I don't even know if it'll have Jay's audio because he isn't technically here. Uh, well, he'll have his audio, and he can just put the audio to him, that's not the issue. <laughs> no, the issue is, we can't fucking stop the recording at all. He's a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's spamming it as well, now I'm touching it. No, he can't, he's sent us a link. Jay, don't send us a link. Let's <laughs> show sure why his link right. and see if it fucking works. No, because if it... It's logging in. It's gonna join. Can I join two sessions at once? Oh god. Right, I'm in his session and it's still got you in it and it's still got your chat, so Jay. Okay. Right, it's 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 recorded again.